Hey everybody, welcome to episode 67 of Vigigame Apocalypse. I, as always, am your host, Michael Raparez, who's with me in the kitchen studio. It's... Tyler Wild And... Dave Rudden. And... Chris Vardisa. All right. Ah! Chris Blutista, I'm sorry. <laughs> you wrestling fans out there. Yeah. Mm. So That's timely. I don't it's, get it. It's actually an interesting week for games as we believe. head toward E3. Mm. Uh, a few key announcements we're going to talk about in the second segment. First off, however, it's time for our weekly top five. <gasps> and we've had a couple games released just last week that revolved heavily around child endangerment as a plot device Wonderful. or as an emotional trigger for the audience. We had Watch Dogs, which kills a kid off in its prologue, and like that's that revenge story is the incentive for Aiden Pierce to go around being an asshole and hacking into people's yeah. uh, Wi-Fi networks. And then uh, we also had Among the Sleep, which you played, Tyler. Yeah, you play as a baby. Yeah. <laughs> a two-year-old baby who's... Uh, Babby. Surpri- for Babby. Surprisingly agile for a baby. Mm-hmm. But for that, Babby. that's definitely the best thing about the game, is that it's really weird being a baby in a world designed for people bigger than you. Mm. Like, you have to pull it's out... It's sort of like being in a Duke Nukem level. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Or playing as the baby from Train Spotting. Yes. Mm. You can see in all directions. You're playing a Can the, you <laughs> climb on the ceiling and tilt your head 300 and no. 180 yes, degrees? Yes, heroin addicts. Yeah. <laughs> no, you're, you're playing I would the, play that game. <laughs> Me too. You're the, actually the dancing baby from Ally McBeal. Oh, nice. That's, you're, you're the first Do I, do I at the least get to, to inspire anxiety in Callista Flockhart? Mm. I'm hearing the analog mm-hmm. fuzz of everyone under 20 yeah. turning off the show right now. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't get our train spotting or Ally McBeal. Your biological <laughs> clock is ticking. Better go Mary Harrison Ford. <laughs> I was hearing a midi eight bit version of Uga Chaka. <laughs> oh God, nobody understands these jokes anymore. <laughs> right. Whatever the topic is, universal. It, it, yeah, I, yeah. I related back to eighties movies, and I don't know that you made it. The NES game I mentioned as an entry Does that make it Goonies two. Yes, no. See, but that but the Goonies as a movie mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. why I love it. That in Temple of Doom and. Um, God, it's way more than that. Temple of Doom, Monster Squad, um, all these movies. Uh, Stand by Me, especially. Yeah. Kids in serious, serious, serious mm-hmm. danger. And yes. I do occasionally see the, uh, kids' movies, and, and nobody really has the balls to put kids in any real mortal harm. Millions yeah. is a great example of a semi Wow, so semi-recent. Over mm-hmm. 10 years old. A movie <laughs> that, that bothers to put a kid in like mortal danger, and it really doesn't happen that often. In games, whenever they do it now it strikes a weird chord with us because mm-hmm. I think it reminds us of the the kids movies of our youth where kids like no if you don't solve this puzzle you're dead yeah I mean you will literally die I, I, I my, you mean my daddy won't come back the magical that's that's what kids movies are like I didn't love Among the Sleep mm-hmm. I gave it a 60 on PC Gamer but the that's, pu- a, the that's, par- that's a 10 from anybody else <laughs> the, the, I mean it got higher scores elsewhere like mm-hmm. 70s average mm-hmm. but because um, it's it's really short the puzzles are like super like the puzzles aren't even really puzzles, so you're just kind of baby go- puzzles. Yeah, you're just kind of going. The whole thing is you're just like in this world, just experience the world. That's, uh-huh. There's no challenge to it, but um, which would be fine if like I thought the world was brilliant. But that aside, the best parts are where, like I think horror games are best when you're always on the verge of being caught. I mm. believe you said that exact sentence in your review. I did. Yes, I'm quoting my own review. Nice. Um, but <laughs> you know, impressed by your recall. I mean, what happens when you're caught in a horror game? You die, mm-hmm. and you, the, mm-hmm. the horror becomes, oh, I have to reload at a checkpoint. Yeah. <laughs> it's, like, it's not as scary. So, like, the best thing this game did is there's a monster that can get you, and I didn't know it could get me. Mm-hmm. I thought it was just kind of like, 
well, scary, the monster's over there, and it's, like, doing bad things. And then, like, the scariest point in the game was the one time that it got me. And I'm like, oh, my God, the monster can get you? I didn't even know to the end that it could. Mm. So that was kind of terrifying. But then, of course, I reloaded a checkpoint and keep going. But <laughs> but the fact that they introduced the monster in the middle of the game, and it's like, you're not really, I don't know, like, it, it, it chases you, kind of, but... Uh, it can definitely get you, and it's scary, and I'm a baby. It can get you, like the government man. Yeah. yeah. It's also just weird looking down at your stupid little bow-legged baby legs as you waddle around. <laughs> your stupid, your fat thumb dick. Yeah. Not fully grown. <laughs> I, say, I said game? yeah before you finished that sentence. <laughs> I'm take that back. <laughs> so anyway, these are five games that... Yeah, drive their plots by putting kids in danger, whether it's, it's, a, it's a revenge mechanism or a driving mechanism or just a really annoying thing that you have to deal with continually. Or so maybe the developers are sick fucks. Maybe they are. Maybe they are. Maybe we're all sick fucks for yeah. enjoying it. No. They get off on this. Just said the thing disgusting. Of, well, keep going. We'll talk right, about it. We'll talk start. about it. Number five. Are you prepared to suffer to save your son? You have five minutes to cut off the last section of one of your fingers in front of the camera. Not said to a kid, but any guesses? I know. Well, yeah, you know. I know too. All right. Well, for those Tyler. of us in the, for those of you in the audience who don't quite I get it, it, here's a dead giveaway. Jason. 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 I know it. I definitely do because like that scene's been brought up a lot. Oh yes. As one, like really messed up and cool, and two, bullshit mm-hmm. because it makes you do that, and then I don't think it doesn't even matter what you do there. Mm, in the end, not really. Mm. Um, but yeah, that that actually neatly encompasses the whole game. It's like I, I'm really torn on it because it does a lot of really cool things, but in the end, it's all kind of bullshit. Mm. And, like, we, we make fun of Heavy Rain a lot. Uh, we make fun of its accents. I mean, and right now all the Heavy Rain fans yeah. in the audience are like, the veins are standing out on their neck. They're so annoying. There are no Heavy Rain fans. Yes, there are. It's not anymore. <laughs> They've all popped their balloons. Not so <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny you should mention that. Jason, you really shouldn't wander off like that, you know? There's an awful lot of people in Please, here. Dad, can I have one? I would really love to have one. <laughs> Please, Dad, come on. Okay, let's go buy a balloon. Their accents are pitch perfect with that uh, Eastern European guy who talks women into having sex with them POV style. I, I, nobody knows what I'm talking <laughs> about. That's fine. Oh, that's fine. Oh. I'm not going to ask anybody but to do agree. So, so Heavy Rain, like right off the bat, let's get to the child endangerment. Yeah. Uh, right off the bat, when you start the game, you're introduced to Jason. Like uh, After you see his dad, Ethan, get up in the morning, take a shower, do his architect Look stuff. Look at a playground. Yep. Then his, his son comes over and like... Can I drive your car, Dad? <laughs> I'm ten years old now. And oh, like, son, go fuck self. Yeah. <laughs> he's he's like ten going on three. Like he he doesn't act like I remember any ten year olds acting when I was that age. Uh, he he's basically a six year old, and he acts a bit like a dipshit. And then you go to the mall. He wanders off. You have to chase after him, and then he demands a balloon. You reward his terrible behavior, and he runs off again. While you're buying him the balloon, somehow ends up across a busy street, and then when you go out and call to him, he immediately, without looking both ways, failing like another failing on Ethan's part, just tears ass across the street and gets hit by a car. And oh, it's supposed to be sad, but I was glad to see that yeah, kid die. Old. Fuck that kid. <laughs> kid's an asshole. Like what ten-year-old does? I 
I, I don't really remember being 10, but I've known 10-year-olds, and, like, they were old enough mm-hmm. to be like, yeah, I don't want to get lost. Like, yeah. They, they don't just run away for uh, no yeah. reason I'm in not a mall. mindless beast. I was yeah. afraid to lose track in a busy mall. Uh-huh. If, if I turned around and didn't see my dad, like, I'm like, oh, shit. Shit, yeah. shit, this is bad. I'm like, still like that. It doesn't even make <laughs> exactly. it clear that there was anything interesting across the street. He just some, suddenly ends up there. I would never cross at 10, like... Yeah, at 10, I could go out on my own. I could go to the park or whatever. But if I was with my parents somewhere, I would never, like, leave the building we were in, walk across the street. Like, that's that's that would be insane, unthinkable yeah. to me. Yeah, but... Anyway, this but kid But the thing sucks. is, it's like... So it, it tries to create an emotional attachment with this kid. And I think unless you're a parent who can successfully project your own kids onto this kid, it utterly fails. Mm-hmm. But then it introduces uh, Sean, who's a bit more of a sympathetic character, Ethan's other son, and he's he's a little bit more morose, and you kind of feel sorry for him. And then when he disappears, uh, he gets kidnapped by the the Origami killer. <laughs> you, you absolutely. Oh hi, Origami. I'm oh. so sad, Father. Mm, not <laughs> the Okami killer. <laughs> that reminds me. Before I move on to Sean, I, I have a, a clip of uh, Jason's last moments. Jason, no! Jason! Daddy, uh, I die? It's also <laughs> like the anguished cries of parents for laughs. That's 100% the stupidest scene in that game which I haven't played, but I've seen that scene. Because basically, like, you basically grab him and take the blow, uh-huh. mm-hmm. and then you stand up and he's dead. It's like... You used you your back you stand to... up. Ethan oh. Ethan goes into a six month coma uh. after that. But Jason's the one who still dies, even though he was fully shielded yeah. by his father's body from a f- slow moving yeah. car yeah. that was breaking. It like hits your back, <laughs> like you know your back should be broken. Um, maybe it is. I don't even know. But yeah. yeah, it's just weird that like he died. He didn't seem to even get hurt. Yeah, the only thing I can think of is this like. Car. Oh, it's it's extra his dad's fault because uh, the weight of his body crushed him when when they both because he was impaled by love. <laughs> it could be that's pretty sad. Which is a line I can totally see coming by, out of the by game. the spike of love that emerged from Ethan's heart at that exact moment. It was love beauty killed beast? <laughs> <laughs> but you you find out like this, this is a game. It's just relentless with its child endangerment. So first, cool. Jason dies. Then Sean gets kidnapped and stuck in a cistern someplace that's going to fill up with rain over the course of seven days while his dad does a bunch of ridiculous things that seem to be as much engineered to punish him as to make him prove his love. And we find out that, mild spoilers here, I'm not going to reveal the identity of the origami killer, but we, uh, we do find out a little bit, we get a flashback into his life and find out uh, exactly what his motivation is. And apparently it has something to do with having really weird accents in, in America at the time. You don't need to do this if it's too hard for you. No chance, I can do it all right. Just you watch. That is my favorite line from That is a parade of <laughs> non-American <what>? accents. <laughs> well, it's, it's two, two French actors. Uh, sure, one of them was Australian. Watch, um, I am the best at the American just sports. Do, just you watch. <laughs> <laughs> I will call the barristers. <laughs> I will kick butt at bold base. <laughs> I am like the Ruth babe. <laughs> <laughs> but so that whole flashback chapter is just like you're continually thinking like, oh, I'm the brother that died 
and you're going through all this really perilous shit where like you're climbing and continually losing your grip at this like abandoned construction site and then no it's your brother who dies because he gets trapped under a grate and it's filling up with water and so you as the future origami killer have to run and get help i should say it right just once origami killer (laughs) yes yes not origami not origami the way that the game variously pronounces it origami let's let's hear hang on john Uh, i'll get help just hang on go on hurry the water's rising. <laughs> I'm hurrying. I'll be right back. But the poor kid never did find any help. <laughs> there must be six or seven liters in here. <laughs> I feel like we're watching an audition reel for somebody's SNL Just hang on. performance for my next character. I'm gonna I, know. Play. I, l- I liked how angry it sounded when he said, go on, hurry. Go on, hurry. Go on, hurry. <laughs> hurry. Smoking his five cigarettes. <laughs> Why well, don't you hurry, then? He is French, after all. He is French. French. Why don't you hurry? The water, is, the water, it is rising. I will miss the daily baguette at the that's pastisserie. The, that's the origami's killer. His motivation is that uh, his motivation brother is died. He, his brother died, and his father was too drunk to do anything about it. Mm. As he goes to his father for help. Nobody else, apparently. And so he takes it out on other fathers by mm. kidnapping their kids and setting up a bunch of elaborate tests to see, That's like... good. He does cast a wide net. Fathers. Yeah, <laughs> just, yeah fathers. It's like, oh, fan. you have to prove your love. And apparently most of the people who were targeted beforehand either didn't do it or disappeared. So, like, you can assume that they died at some point during the test. Yes. Because a lot of the tests are really lethal. It's like, drive the wrong way on a freeway for five miles. Love it. Also, like, he's angry at fathers, and yet he just hurts more kids to it's make it's, his point. It's still, yeah. We make fun of it a lot, but it's still... I have not played this at all. I've watched you play it a bunch. Uh-huh. But uh, it does seem like a cool conceit for a yeah, game. I'm going to go out on a limb and call this serial killer kind of a dick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess that's true. Sure. Yeah, um, yeah I feel like someone in the future is going to, like, get the David Cage gameplay yeah. right, and then everyone will look back at him and be like, you what know... He, he was a pioneer. pioneer. He's the Fellini of our business. But, like, sometimes being a pioneer means making really flawed games. Well, I, I will say a lot. There, there are a lot of people still probably who think that I hate Heavy Rain. I don't hate Heavy Rain. Mm-hmm. I actually really loved Heavy Rain up until the ending. And the ending was so weird and contrived that it, like, it made everything that come before feel retroactively awful. It's yeah. like, so it's taken as a bunch of disparate scenes... I think this is really, really good, but when you try to assemble it into a full narrative, it just falls apart. Mm-hmm. I'm like, ugh, what the fuck was that? I think uh, prophecy. We would joke about that as reviewers. We're like, the end of a game can re- very rarely ruin it. Yeah. Except in the cases when it does. Yeah. yeah. I think, uh, so like, when I was at GamePro and we were all talking about this game... It was the bizarro version of Games Radar because we were all like, oh my god, Like that's what happened in your playthrough? Here's what happened in, my, in, all, in mine. And we never bothered to question, like, wait, does it make sense at all? Hmm. <laughs> we were just so like transfixed by, like, oh yeah, well, I like, saw, I think we really like made this big sacrifice. It's blah, an blah, ambitious blah. game, and its biggest flaws yeah. come from being ambitious, which that's, most games don't bother to yeah. do. I was talking with Anne about The Wolf Among Us mm-hmm. uh, today oh, because shit, we're, we're, we're both caught up on it the finale is the next episode and I've reviewed the last two and like mm-hmm. I'm really liking it but it's the same thing where like oh and then I did this and through the whole season we're like, oh and what did you do and like oh we did different things and so every, everything's ended up exactly the yep. same yeah. for yep. you two yep. yeah 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 
Um, I mean, except one character's gone because he died, but he, he didn't play a big... Yeah. He, he's he's not even part of the story anymore. I'm like, oh. I didn't like having to choose between Colin and Snow. <laughs> that I I didn't, but I, did. <laughs> I I didn't know they didn't die. It's just like he's like, yeah. yeah. What do you say, Big B? You said to me, calm down, Colin. No one's going back to the. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, no, the last episode was great. It'll be all right. I'm looking forward to Doctor Hibbert showing at the showing up at the end of the uh, <laughs> fifth, the end of the fifth episode, saying, I don't know who could possibly. Have Done this crime. Do you? Do you? <laughs> well, yeah, that's my job. <laughs> it's, uh, but it's almost like some games are better not to talk about because then you find yeah. out, oh, nothing makes sense or mattered. Yeah. <laughs> that idea. Yeah. There, the, yeah, I, well, know, it's, I know in, in, in the Walking Dead playthrough I just played, it's like there's no way that does not happen to the character. It, there's all these choices leading up to it, but that the, the rest of the game can't happen unless this happens to yeah. the character. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that's an illusion. There's stuff where like, they can't diverge that much. They can't yeah. write two totally different plots mm-hmm. depending on what you did. So it's just like... Oh, someone will make a different kind of comment at mm. you. Well, I talked to the producer for Heavy Rain before it was released, and mm-hmm. the analogy he used was like, think of it as like you've got two pegs on a board, and then there's a rubber band stretched right. between them. Mm-hmm. The rubber band can move in different directions, but it's the beginning excellent. and the end are always the same. Which I'm okay with. Man, just, where was yeah. he for Mass Effect 3? <laughs> like, to be <laughs> clear, that's, that's not a criticism of telltale games from mm-hmm. me it's just no not at all sometimes it's not the best to talk about like mm-hmm. what did you do what did you because then you go oh we did different things and the same thing happened and then it kind of ruins the illusion that i made a difference in this world Remember in mass effect when 3 when you walked out of your room and saw that my tally did not die and you were fucking crestfallen i that didn't was beautiful know. yeah <laughs> I, we're, so we're both playing at the same time i he's in the living room and i walk out and i'm like wait where are you why is she alive <laughs> a guy thought she had no, it was like the same sequence and like she can live through that and like she can die in this? I didn't know. Yeah, I was all pissed <laughs> off. Anyway. So anyway, Heavy Rain uh, fails to connect with Heavy the children Rain. in peril thing at first, then succeeds, then sort of fails again at the end. <laughs> anyway. Number four. <laughs> this. <laughs> Wait for it. Ah. Oh. Blessed relief. So this this is a little bit of a different approach to child endangerment in that it is not really an emotional thing. It's just that you desperately want to get that fucking kid to shut up so you <laughs> save him. Because it doesn't... It's a timer, and the timer runs out. Yeah, it is a timer. So the kid can't... Like, the, baby the, Mario the, can't die. It, it runs out the... It, it's sort of like Sonic being underwater. Yeah. Like, the faster and louder he, he cries, like, the closer you are to the timer running mm-hmm. out. And then his... Very loud caterwauling will attract all of his kidnappers who zoom off with him, and then you—it's like losing. It's very life. much a kid in peril. Yes. That's that's Yoshi's health bar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yoshi can't be hurt. Just Mario gets hurt. Well, this he is can't a be hurt, Super Mario, Mario World Two. Yeah, Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, which I take tremendous issue with. It's it's weird thinking like this is a numbered Super Mario Brothers it's sequel. Not, it can't be. It's not. It's numbered. It it's has in a two America right or in its Japan. Name. Yes. Super Mario World 2. They've gone back to the Yo- that Yoshi same formula, Fire. Sans Baby. Yes. and it's that, It got its own series, but it was at one point a numbered sequel. It also got a um, a shit. What was the... Uh, it did get a shit. Peripheral, uh, the Super... Uh, Super Scope 6? Super Scope. Didn't that's get Yoshi's Yoshi Safari. Safari. Yeah. Safari. Oh, never mind. Yeah. I'm so no, that's, stupid. That's... I spent five <laughs> minutes trying <laughs> no. to remember the name. No, I feel uh, the same way you do. Yeah. No, yeah, um, but Yoshi's Island, like, I think 
it was a kind of a technical marvel. It's a beautiful game. Nintendo. Yes, it's fantastic. It's, it's one of the best looking. I hate acknowledging hand drawn games on SNES. The way the way I've heard Hank describe it before is that all the new consoles were out, and Miyamoto and company were like, "We're going to make." A game prettier than yours. Mm. A game that's aesthetically more beautiful than what you're doing on next-gen consoles. And we're not going to do it with Donkey Kong Country, even though that will also look better than anything on PlayStation (laughs) right now. And they did. And it's it's still as much shit. I I just hate that it's like a canonically a numbered entry in the Mario series. Mm. That bugs the shit out of me. Well, it's it's sort of like uh, Super Mario Brothers Two in yeah. that way that it's like it's a sequel that changes mm. everything and it creates its own series. Basically, I suppose but. it's just like I think America got it as Mario World Two. Mario World One was uh-huh. Super Mario Four in Japan. Hmm. No, I think it was still called Super Mario World. I think it was, but it was still Mario. But 4. It, it was recognized as Mario Four. And yeah. Anyway, I think, I think the reason that we're upset that this was called Super Mario. Four and not upset about Super Mario Two. I'll tell you, puberty. <laughs> no. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was. I was also, touch my wiener. I was upset because it it did sort of set a precedent of where like I my my life began with the NES and yeah. I got three Mario games. Whatever you want to say about them, you I were got, birthed out of an NES. I got three, yes. and this set the precedent. Like every console generation gets one Mario. Chris game. Antista, rectangular one, baby, burped out of that cartridge true. slot. <laughs> it's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> It's not fair. Hold me down and I'll stop blinking. Well, one, one thing I realized while I was writing the script for mm-hmm. our top five video, which will go up uh, sometime after well, this podcast does. <laughs> we'll um, yeah, we'll see. Um, but I'll, I'll tweet the hell out of it if it does. Uh, is that so you, you have a crying baby and how do you get it to stop? You grab it. You uh, hit it with Yoshi's tongue. Or you throw an egg at it to lower it down to where you can grab it. Correct. But Yoshi is an abusive fucking parent. Wow. He wants to shut the kid up by any means necessary, the, including violence. The ends justify the means, Mike. Yes. That kid, that kid finally shut up. And that's why Mario spends the rest of his life pursuing a vendetta against a large reptilian father figure. Including in Mario 8, which I'm currently yes. playing, mm-hmm. hitting himself with turtle shells as an adult as a, <sighs> as a baby. Wow. It's incredible. <laughs> that's fucked up. There yeah. are too many fucking Selectable baby characters in Mario Kart 8. They I really are. Neither, neither the time nor the place, but I'm upset by that. That could have been any number of awesome Nintendo characters. I need to play the Super Mario RPG that introduces the baby versions of them, too. So, Is that what? What? Wasn't like Back and Forth or Time Team or something like that? Oh, Henry, Henry oh yeah, yeah. Dream, uh, no, I know. Um, Partners in Time. Was it? Okay, yeah. yeah that makes sense. Partners in Time, the Mario and Luigi series, not the Mario RPG. Well, Mario and Luigi is, is like is the Mario successor RPG. series to Mario RPG. Yes. Yeah, anyway. Like, I wouldn't know. I know my fucking Mario games. <laughs> all right, all right. See how invested I am in not calling this Super Mario World 2? <laughs> you are. It wouldn't exist. If <laughs> I you, should, you should never ever do it, but isn't it really funny to picture throwing eggs at a baby? Yes! Crying, mm-hmm. Yes! And they're just Beautiful. breaking, and you're just like, stop crying. Oh, and it stop wants crying, to cry baby. more. Shut up, baby. It can't do so through the amniotic fluid <laughs> dripping down its small, I mean, soft head. Don't ever, I would never yeah. even dream of it, but let's just think about it. The fact that it's okay it. for Yoshi to it. attach his tongue to this kid's butt, mm-hmm. it's like, <laughs> really? Like... Are the, the kidnappers actually Child Protective Services? How dare that's you? What's happening I want to live vicariously through you. Ah, uh, ah. Licking butts. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All the while. Uh, shut up, baby. Anyway. I want to hear the baby again. There it is. Every time you complain about an 8 out of 10 review in a game, this is what you sound like. <laughs> wow, okay. 
It's the Tyler, you take the brunt for that, the, the blame for that comment. Because mm. you're oh. the only one who still does reviews. Yeah. Well, you guys yeah. review stuff. I yeah, just I am some of the in charge of review things I have planned for laser time is to troll assholes in review comments. Mm. Can't mm. wait. That do sounds it. productive. Do it and I'll call you out. They do like to get mad at me. They get mad at me for weird stuff though, like games that I didn't think anyone was paying attention to. They're like, This is great. Mm. You never even heard of this developer, this French mm-hmm. developer. But Shut I greenlit it and pre-ordered and kickstarted <laughs> it. Blah, blah, blah. If you did, fine. You got what you wanted, and mm-hmm. you're good I, to go. Number three. Those are flies, by the way. Any guesses? It sounds like a dead baby. Close. <laughs> so, hmm. Maybe uh, th- this will uh, be a, a better hint. That is the main character's body being repeatedly shredded by a giant buzzsaw. Okay. Oh. Okay. Still no guesses. No. There's a scene from Hannibal. It's Limbo. I heard a couple uh, of reviewers who were like, this is a fine game, but it's deeply unsettling how much danger yes. the children. And it, it, it is and it isn't. And, and I didn't mention it when I talked about my children in peril shit uh, early on. But one of my favorite films of the universe you actually got watched it you watched it with me somewhat recently et mm-hmm. where the the kid is is elliot is portrayed to be in constant danger until up until the point it's revealed who these strange men are and it yeah. sort of goes away but the whole time it's meant to scare the shit out of children and that's the part where he's uh drinking and yes. uh where he's getting out. hammered mm-hmm. i mean it's scary because adults are supposed to be on your side mm-hmm. like if i'm a kid and i'm lost adults are supposed to Oh, find an adult to help I, you. But the idea that adults could come after you is, is kind of terrible. The, the idea that Limbo is constantly referred to as Spielbergian because of the amount of danger mm-hmm. the, the child is put in is solely based on E.T. There's not another movie where Steven Spielberg puts a child in danger other than E.T. Yeah. And then uh, this is one where... Jurassic Park? I guess. Yes. Well, you know, it was the an headline like Spielberg reveals formula to success, kids, comma, monsters. Kids, comma, monsters, yeah. broken families. <laughs> Yes, but lim- limbo. Like, I-, I don't think it would be as disturbing if you weren't playing a kid. Mm-hmm. It certainly wouldn't. Like, it, it kind of adds to the feeling of helplessness. You don't really know where you are, what's going on. Everything's a giant death trap. One meet- kid shows up and yeah. super cryptic and weird. Yeah, yeah can- well, like you, you meet ki- other kids at mm-hmm. one point and they immediately murder you. Mm-hmm. Like they, sh- with like with a bow and arrow, I think they shoot you and like, oh, I'm dead. And yeah. so you have to lure other children into a death trap <laughs> so that they will Pretty die terrifying. and you can get past them. And aren't you? You're trying to save your sister or find your sister. Find your sister. Yeah. So yeah, there's that other element of like, but then. Yeah, it ends. Spoiler alert, I guess, for Limbo. If you don't, if you still haven't downloaded like an excellent two, three hour game it's, and played through it's it, it's got a great <clears throat> ending. That's just uh, yeah, it's so it's fucked up. Very cryptic, though. It's like, wait, I, are we both dead? Is she alive and I'm dead? Are, is she dead? I, I'm, I'm, did I come all this way to kill her? Because it kind of yeah, like. It, yeah, you, you I, wind up in this clearing and she's there, and then like you just sort of walk up slowly to her, and then cut to credits. And when it comes back, there's like a mysterious lump lying in that area. Neither of the two main characters are there, and you just hear flies buzzing. Uh, so it's yeah, it's a, it's just a good play on the like damsel in, dispre- in distress thing, where you assume like, mm-hmm. oh, the game's about I have to find my sister. I must be trying to save her from this horrific mm-hmm. world. But then it's not really clear at the end. 
Wait, was I going there to kill her? That's yeah. that's horrifying. Or like she seems to be plucking flowers, but maybe she's like trying to perform CPR on my body, and it's just about finding my way back here to see her one last time, and yeah. then she just abandons me and flies eating. And it's called limbo. Yeah, yeah. But well, you're just... obviously in some sort of hellish netherworld mm-hmm. for the, most of the game. Like a giant spider chases you around, you have to cripple it. There are brain slugs that attach themselves to your head, and then like mind control. And like you, I mean, and... the real hellish netherworld is actually a side-scrolling uh, platformer. It's, yes. When you die and go to Limbo, it's just... But it's not a good one. You're not going to enjoy it. No, no. No, the controls are all way out. Like, yeah. You're actually... You're streaming it no through Gaikai. <laughs> so, like, when you press jump, it's oh, like... No. Oh, there's like a 20 millisecond oh, delay no. that just destroys you. The input commands. You're playing Super Meat Boy, but no. with, with a delay. Yeah. So, that's it's, Limbo. It's really just one of the endless I- clones of the iOS version. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> there, is there an iOS like, version of Limbo? Yes. Yeah? Yes. And it, it got that's, pretty well received. Okay. But I'm sure that there's like Most a, a billion... Limbo Shadow of the Endless Runner mm-hmm. uh, knockoffs if you browse yeah. the App Store. Flappy Limbo is weird. I don't yeah. think there is. I was trying to look up other things that Playdead had done in the because I thought they had a new game coming out fairly soon. They're working on something like that. That they're working on the follow-up to Limbo. Yeah, they just haven't finished it. It's just strange that was yeah. like Maybe four years like, ago. Just pick up where Limbo left off and like yeah. then, then okay. it's like Mickey Mouse Capade where you you can got leave the Limbo two characters. Alone. <laughs> you yeah. can leave Limbo alone now. <laughs> Please don't do that. Yeah, no, I want it to turn out some way. I don't like ambiguous endings. I want no, concrete... I don't like to think when I play games. No, I like, want I them... like to get to the end and have everything right. explained to me in a mm-hmm. neat little package. I want them to tell me. So what this was was a metaphor uh-huh. for the transition into death. I want the developers to appear and speak directly to the camera. <laughs> and so like, wow, how about that ending? How? You might be a little confused, but let me break it down yeah. for you. Here's I w- exactly what I intended. I, w- I wanted to end with yes. Talking Limbo, where uh-huh. Joe McHale <laughs> describes to me the... Uh, I want every game to end with basically a TED Talk with, a, with the director of the game. Yeah. I don't know why I went Here's to Joe McHale. I, I want yeah, Inception I to end with Leonardo DiCaprio grabbing the top off the table saying, not this time, and then running from an explosion <laughs> in slow motion. <laughs> I want uh, I want it to be I want at midnight where uh, three comedians riff on my experience mm. in the game with uh, <laughs> with hashtags ideally. Uh, uh, did you guys hear about the baby named hashtag? What? What? Apparently, there's a baby born named hashtag. This may, it might be a hoax. You, you, you say that like he was Facebook. born that way. He yeah. came out named hashtag. Nothing yeah. we can do about nope. it. Nope. Nope. It's pretty cool. He's got to have a two-syllable last name. Hashtag McCoy. <laughs> hashtag Jones. No, that sucks. Yep. Hashtag McCoy. Also, it's a now girl. We're talking. You can't have a number in the last name because it wouldn't work with the hashtag. Ooh, I see what you're saying. <laughs> <laughs> is it? Is it? Is or it punctuation. A... No punctuation. You can't have a dash in there. Yeah. No. So yeah, no. Yeah, so no. no Indian names. Hashtag not all women. That's a weird last <laughs> name. <laughs> Such a weird last name. Number two. Dad, you're kind of freaking me out. What's going on? It's the Coopers. Something ride with them. I, th- I think they're sick. What kind of sick? <gasps> Jeez. Jimmy! Dad! Honey, come here. Come here. Jimmy! Jimmy! Jimmy, I am warning you! Oh my god! Don't! Guesses? It's Last of Us, right? Yes, it's Last of Us. Mm-hmm. Specifically, the first 15 the minutes first o- of Last of Us. Which I think, I, I played it, and my immediate reaction was, 
this succeeded so hard where Heavy Rain failed. Mm. And that much of the game is about child endangerment, technically. If you count Ellie as a child, I sort of don't because she's a 14-year-old in the post-apocalypse and you're yeah. supposed to be all grown up and having babies yeah. by then, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> anyone so, anyone under, uh, like, 20... Well, no. If, 20 you, if you don't have internet... Mm-hmm. In the life before internet, you have a child at eighteen. That's what. That's how it works. <laughs> sure. When you have internet, distract you and to do other things on. Mm-hmm. You can wait until you're thirty, like I am. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> life expectancy for us is yeah. uh, higher way than forty. Long. So, so way too long. Last of Us entirely a game about child endangerment, mm-hmm. arguably, and about creating an emotional bond between you and this child that is constantly in danger. I like how you keep calling it child endangerment because that implies that it's a game where yeah. like social protective services yes. comes and takes children from that, people. That's what should be happening. Like, it's like that, That's what should have happened happening. to Robin years ago. Think about it. They were too busy building a True. moat, though, in Last of Us <laughs> to care about child protective services. Yeah. Kids in peril, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, it's at the beginning of the game that I think it introduces you to Sarah in the pre-apocalypse, mm-hmm. who is Joel's daughter. And your first introduction to her is she stays up late to get a, a birthday present for her dad. And it's an expensive watch. And then he asks her this. Where did you get the money for this? Drugs. I sell hardcore drugs. Oh, good. We start helping out with the mortgage then. Yeah, you wish. It's this just charming little exchange. Yeah. But it immediately makes her likable. And then you play as her in the in the opening minutes of the game, mm-hmm. and you sort of are discovering this apocalypse. Selling like, hardcore drugs. Yeah, two in the morning as a child, which makes it much more terrifying than it would be if you were Joel experiencing what's going on next door at the Cooper's place. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you, you get things like this happening. You in here? You seem to be somehow connected to the nationwide Where the pandemic. heck are you? We've received reports that victims afflicted with the infection show That's signs nearby. of increased aggression. And move everybody out of here now. There's a gas leak. Hey, there seems to be get some commotion coming Let from the... Get the hell out of here! What was that? The second explosion is a, a big... Ex- uh, the actual explosion going on out the window. Not, not, not to diminish anything Last of Us does well, but that and, and maybe Gone Home can be templates for the perfect prank to play on someone <laughs> when the apocalypse goes down. Mm-hmm. Like, just turn on the TV with static and then cue a tape of an explosion. Mm-hmm. A little fireball outside the window. You'll freak the shit out <laughs> of anybody. Wait, so the sound from the real explosion came after the TV. Oh, Tyler. Here I gotta figure goes. out. Here okay, goes. the sound waves are coming Wait, from uh, what? Five miles away? Six miles well, away? One, one of them is a real explosion. The other one is a TV explosion. I'm not sure yeah. what order. Like, Logically, the TV explosion one would be second, but since you're probably looking at the TV... Well, not necessarily, because, I mean, sound takes time to travel. Let's work this yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I'm, I'm going to try this and This is an important uh, thing yeah. to settle, right? Yeah, now. Tyler, you're just being silly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to explode. Yeah. But I like think things start really quiet and ominous, and yeah. then they gradually escalate to the point like you're you're driving uh, away from the house after these crazed zombies break in and then you you go into the city and it's just absolute fucking bedlam mm. those people are on fire don't look sarah yeah and again you're experiencing this as a kid being pulled along by adults you don't really have any control over the situation and this is a character who you already like so mm-hmm. it, it just kind of ramps up the tension. Like, you really want to see her pull through. 
And spoiler alert for the first 15 minutes of Last of Us, for those of you who haven't played it, she doesn't. She does not. She does not pull through. She gets shot by a soldier after escaping everything else. And, uh, yeah, she becomes something for you to relate to Joel uh, about. That this is some a loss that he's suffered. It's also a loss that you've suffered. Because this is the first character you connected with. And you connected pretty strong. It establishes a tone right off the bat. It that, really like, does. Of hopelessness. Yeah, well, yeah, that nobody's, nobody's spared from any of this. Nobody's like, safe. Don't get used to anyone. Yeah. Yeah. She's not one of the last of us. Dave. She no. seems she seems like a well-written character and yeah, I'm so used to games like where the disposable characters who are going to die are kind of like mm, stereotypes and, yes. yeah. and it's like it's fine. So it's like Dipshit when they fire. put that much effort into like yeah. characterizing this little girl only to have her die in 15 minutes, like that's why it's a good game, right? I mean, I haven't played it, but yeah, I, I mean, that's, that's why it's a good start to a good game. Yeah. And but, I mean, I, and I think it's it's interesting if you look at it, like, that Joel immediately, like, he he doesn't exhibit it at first, but you kind of know he's imprinting his daughter onto Ellie yes. as they get to know each other. And you are, too, mm-hmm. because that's that's your initial template for a, a yeah, girl in this an game. excellent point. And so you're kind of attached to her in that way. And then her own personality emerges and you get to realize like oh she's a really resilient survivor mm-hmm. she's better suited to this world than Sarah would have been probably uh, that's a horrible thing to think as a parent Michael. yes yes I know <laughs> you disgust me it's like uh, yes uh, the, you know I failed the first time around but the second adoptive one mm-hmm. yeah I, I think I think we're on to something pretty I mean, to good be honest here. it was probably good that she died she wouldn't yeah. do well in this no, no, she wouldn't have liked my daughter it. was great practice like she's <laughs> she's not gonna use a gun come on mm-hmm. but I'm not a parent I'm a callous consumer mm-hmm and Although I, you don't give Ellie a gun, do you? Isn't that right? Uh, not at first. Hmm. Eventually, you do. Goodness. See, when it comes to games, you're entitled to be sort of a sociopath and see people as objects that you can use. Because exactly. that's what they are. Stop it's... it. You can already hear polygon writing. <laughs> <laughs> that's why it's a video game. Yeah. Uh, all right. So, yeah, Last of Us. Pretty great. Constant child endangerment. Does it... Better than, I think, just about any other game on the market, except maybe for this one. Uh-oh. I think I know what it is. What's your name? I'm Clementine. This is my house. Hi, Clementine. I'm Lee. This is her house. She's Clementine. I'm always a little bit out of breath, because <laughs> I'm Lee. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go on to voice Bluebeard in the next series. This is how he talks. <laughs> You're listening to the Light FM, Clementine. <laughs> mm-hmm. The following Hulu show is brought to you by Snickers. <laughs> Satisfy your He is the Hulu uh, ad guy. Is he? Yeah. Wait, for real? I swear. That's really? the same guy. Wait, yeah. is, is wow. he the... Is he the is he, does he also do the mature audiences? Yeah. Possibly. I, the following is brought to you by Wells Fargo. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Lee and Clementine from the first season of Walking Dead is probably one of the more enduring father-daughter pairings yeah. of, mm-hmm. of in video games, even though they aren't really related. It's more of an adoptive thing that at first he's just like, you know, well, I found this little girl. I need to protect her. Yeah. Let's get her somewhere safe. Maybe we can find her parents. And then the bond becomes much closer to the point where it's like she's he's the closest thing she has to a dad and mm-hmm. so she starts to cling to him and he begins to take his role as a care- caretaker more seriously and pretty soon it becomes all about his uh, surrogate daughter Clementine and all about protecting her and fuck everything else. You'll know yeah. that whenever whenever Lee tries to look at something 
That's a nice doghouse. I wonder where Clementine is. (laughs) 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 Is that a rock? I wonder what Clementine would do with that rock. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely apparent, and they obviously Telltale designed it in such Mm -hmm. a way, Mm -hmm. like, uses that against you in a lot of ways. But, like, the first time you, you... like weirdly wander around grabbing food so you can decide mm-hmm. who it goes to, but it's just like, well, I have to give it to Clementine. I didn't. Mm-hmm. You didn't give I it. Didn't. You didn't give the fucking food to Clementine. You monster. No, because the duck kid was crying. There was yeah. another kid, kid crying, and like uh, Clementine is so cool. She'd be like, Kenny was a problem. He's like, it's okay. It's okay. Give wait. it to someone else. Yeah. It's okay. It's, I remember saying specifically, it's okay. I'll eat next time. <laughs> yeah, she says that, <laughs> which is a little too on the nose uh, to I just hope be I get like. To eat next time, yeah, that's the thing. She's a little bit like her personality is sort of extremely passive yeah. for a little while there, and then yeah. like season two, you get to define it a little bit better. It's great, but well, you she keeps going back. Yeah, you play as her, and you keep going back to like the things that happened in season one, and it remembers that, and so it's like, yeah, he was kind of an asshole. Mm. Or, no, he was he was really good. You know, yeah. he was it, like my dad. It is weird that you can be a Lee that who was like completely an asshole, like doesn't let Clementine do anything, reacts negatively to everything she does, mm-hmm. and she'll still probably fondly remember you, like in maybe yeah. season two. Like that is one of like the limitations of episodic games and like games that offer you like divergent choices is that mm-hmm. they still have to arrive at the same destination which is mm-hmm. Clementine looks up to Lee. Yeah, I mean yeah. even, even if, if you were an asshole, asshole though, I guess technically I mean you did save her and you know. But the, the the subject of a kid in peril though, especially in the second season is like that she has to be a part of a lot of choices that no person her age should be asked to make. And because yeah. people know her, know what she's been through, it's like well, what do you want to do? I can't I can't imagine what do you want to do, kid? Do you want to revolt against this yeah, I know, what do you thugs? think we should do, kid? Should we uh, strike camp and head off to but this it, other it, place, it, or but should it, we stay here? But it makes sense. Tell us, nine-year-old It makes girl. sense from what we know about Clementine. Kind of. Uh-huh. I mean, one of our criti- like I haven't played season two, but mm-hmm. like uh, Wes, uh, one of his criticisms is like at least in the last episode, it's like all these adults are fucking useless and relying on this kid bit. to make all the decisions. It's like, sort of like a kids' movie, but no, no. Like, what, why what is she is, making all these adults? It, it, she's put in the position of like. Like not necessarily like a kid, but someone between two feuding factions and someone who has to make a decision yeah. to, to put an end to things. The, like the the beginning of season two, there is a bit too much like, well, you should make the decision for all of us, Clementine. And it eventually morphs into a point where it's like, well, we're all doing this and they're doing this. Yeah. Yes, if somebody... Well, like, somebody I'm going to go off on a dangerous recon mission. Clementine, why don't you come with me? Yeah, but it's also like... It's it's usually like who else do we have to choose from at this point. Someone has to do this. Everybody's gonna everybody's arguing over it. You do have the choice of saying I'll fucking do it. Shut up. Yeah. Like a super mm-hmm. adult decision from a very very small child that should sure. never have to be risking your yeah. life like this. And you I compare do like that to, to to Lee's attitude toward mm-hmm. uh, her and Duck in mm-hmm. season one. He's just like, oh, you stay out of trouble. I'll I'll get in harm's way. I'll mm-hmm. make the tough decisions. But uh, I wanted to bring up Duck also because here here's mm-hmm. the thing. A little bit of a spoiler alert again for those of you who haven't played through, say, episode three of season one. Mm-hmm. Maybe stop listening, go play that. It, it's totally worth it. You won't be disappointed. You should start at three. Yeah. Well, you should play. <laughs> you should start at one and play through three. You can skip two. Two sucks. Yeah. Okay. Two kind of sucks. Yeah. Has has a really gratifyingly nasty opening though. I do like that. Yeah. Two two is good. Anyway, but 
Here's the thing, that Clementine, inasmuch as she's continually in harm's way, mm -hmm. cannot die. Yeah. I mean, she can die, but then it's game over. But, like, there's no That's real right. threat of her perma-dying because she has to go on to be the protagonist in Season 2. But they also want to tell you kids aren't safe in this game. So who do they introduce? Can I help? What did I just say? You're the Grace Detective, and I can be Dick Grayson, your ward. That's Robin. I know who it is. <laughs> introduce Duck, Kenny's... Uh, Kenny, this other guy who's your friend, his, mm -hmm. little, his son, a little bit dim-witted, but really kind of plucky and cheerful. And like, <laughs> yeah, I'm going to be really happy in the apocalypse. And what happens to him? He gets bitten by a zombie. He's mm -hmm. kind of like the Bobby Hill of... He kind of is. That's actually a pretty good comparison. He's Bobby Hill. <laughs> like a I found this mannequin head. I'm going to make out with it. <laughs> a, week, a week after being locked in solitary, he comes out dancing... Hey, Dad! <laughs> I'm going to pursue a career in stand-up comedy. <laughs> uh, <laughs> hey, guys, have you heard of the apocalypse? Yeah. What? <laughs> the apocalypse? Sorry, yeah. no. Right. <laughs> Keep going. But it's, it's actually one of the saddest moments oh, in the sucks. series because Duck gets bitten and then his parents are arguing over what to do and his mom's like we have to take him out and shoot him in the head and Kenny's like well can't we just let him die naturally and then shoot him in the head like no it has to be this first he'll turn immediately and so you as Lee have the option to offer to take care of it and regardless of what you do his mom commits suicide yeah. first and then you have to shoot the kid um, and it's, it's just gut wrenching it really is but it it, is. It, it's interesting that like I do like the character Kenny. Yeah. And he's kind of a dickhead. But that establishes him that, that allow that moment allows him to be whatever dickhead he wants to yeah. be. Mm-hmm. I don't. I and don't even have also, to keep doing this anymore. It also adds like an extra layer of depth to him because, like, oh, I'm more than the funny redneck. Yeah, now. I'm the tortured redneck. Yes, it's like, like every 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 line out of his mouth is like, give me one more reason to go on, because mm -hmm. there really isn't one. Yeah, I'll fly off the handle and do whatever I want and get crazy and talk sassy redneck shit yeah. and shoot anybody because I have nothing left to live for. Sorry, mm -hmm. that's me doing Kenny. <laughs> I mean, I thought it was weird when Lee walked back and said, huh, old yeller, am I right? What? <laughs> <laughs> God, that made, book, man, book made me cry. Every time. <laughs> Did he really in your playthrough? Yeah, man. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Because that would be that would be terrible. <laughs> that would be terrible, <laughs> and it would make whoever did it a terrible person. Yeah. Tyler, I, I don't know, Lee. You didn't have to kill him by gouging his eyes out. Put your ways to his brain. <laughs> well, golly, <laughs> I'd do anything for Clem. <laughs> yes, the following uh, death is brought to you by Clem. <laughs> We're getting Game of Thrones flashbacks, you guys. Uh, uh, spoilers. Whoopsie yeah. daisy. A head gets crushed. What? What? <laughs> anyway, that's our top five. Very child and dangery there. Kids in peril. Uh, all these games are pretty fantastic in their own vein. Even Heavy Rain. Mm -hmm. Or Heavy Rain. So we're going to take a little break. Uh, when we come back, we're going to talk about some new releases, some news, all the usual crap we talk about in the second segment and the community segment, of course, so stay tuned. Omega, while others fear still advance, thrust forth like an ancient lance, fighting like a modern dance. Omega, the universe. 
first knows you can't be beat. Passing every test and you never cheat. Star milk dripping from your metal teeth. Omega. Hey everybody, it's me, the raccoon that lives under Chris's porch and... Christ, guys, are you really going to make me do this? Come on, it's adorable. The listeners have been asking for this for two weeks. Do I have to wear the hat, too? The hat's the best part. You look so cute. It's just that it's not really a visual medium, and... Come on, a song's playing. You're going to miss your cue. (sighs) If you're liking the Vidja Game Show, there's a few things I think you should know. They need your support, so we exhort you to review on iTunes, bro. Five-star ratings sure help us a lot. Tell friends if you think the show's hot. Or buy a t-shirt with a scary skull logo. Barrettstore.lasertimepodcast.com Next to shirts for other shows that are the bomb. Also, if you don't think that BGA stinks, buy some stuff through Laser Time's Amazon links. Visit us at VidjaGameApocalypse.com Comment on articles and leave us forum posts. And tell us what you like about the show or what it should change. And tell the hosts that they should stop humiliating me. Aww. Follow us on the Twitters, you can. We're at VG Apocalypse Man. And you'll get to know right when the show goes up sometime around 3 a.m. And if you've got payola to give, well, we sure would appreciate if you click on donate. Please don't be late. Like the show. Uh, just be sure to write that it's for VGA on the donation form. Or it goes to Chris, and he'll just piss it away on more laser time. Hey! But before that, I'll find it, and then I'll hide it away in my den. And make sure that that garbage smell gets blamed on you. And then I will pile all of my rat skulls high, leaving them with ale. Clip Chris right in the thigh. Horror bones will scatter all across the floor. Then I'll call his mom and tell her she's a... Okay, I get it. Shut up! Fine, fine. Ugh, I didn't want to do this anyway. Just remember that you put me up to this, okay? Speaking of which, did the listeners really ask for me to do this? Ah, uh, no. I just like Alvin and Chipmunk. Oh, hey, me too. I especially like the one where Alvin knows where Dave sleeps and shits in his mouth while he's in bed. Oh, yeah, I... Wait a minute. Enjoy the rest of the show, everybody. And welcome back to the second segment of episode 67. How about those dead kids, huh, everybody? Let's give them a big... Round of applause. Yeah. Big round of applause for the dead kids. They're only dead if you fail. That's true. Usually. Sometimes. Sometimes they're inevitable. Sometimes they die. die, yeah, if you succeed. Uh, which is sad. What a cheery top five. Mm-hmm. But anyway, it's uh, our second segment, which means it's time for... These are the new releases. They are releasing What is coming out this week? Probably the biggest thing is Murdered Soul Suspect. Yeah. Well, big is a relative term. <laughs> well, most high-profile yes. things. Uh, so I actually I reviewed that game for Games Radar, and uh, I really wasn't impressed. I gave it a two point five out of five. Yeah, it was. Mm. So what? What was it that engendered half is still something? Such yeah. hatred for you to give it an average score. Yeah, it just doesn't really do anything that it aims to do very well. It's a. Uh, it's. A mystery game, but there's really... You can't fail the mystery. And, I mean, it, it's kind of a uncharted territory for games. There aren't that many mystery games. There's, like, L.A. Noir, uh, like, Wolf Among Us. Uh, there's not that many games that actually, like, have you solve a mystery and have 
whether you solve the mystery kind of a uh, element that plays within the game. And with Murdered, where the the, <laughs> it's, the murdered. Murdered. it's it, yeah, it's about solving your own murder. You yeah. can't ever you can't not solve your murder. You're a ghost detective. No matter how terribly you do at like uh, solving the murder, which it, like it basically boils down to like you'll collect a few clues and then you sort of you'll you'll have maybe ten clues mm-hmm. and you have to pick the three clues that work together to unlock the next part of the mystery. But you can mess that up. You can maybe not collect all of the necessary uh, clues that you need to progress. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you, it'll just say, like, that's not right. Keep Try again. And that, and that I don't know, that just doesn't feel genuine to, a, a, like, a mystery game. Mm-hmm. Like, if you fail, then there should be some sort of game over element or just some sort of punishment. But you literally just get, like, a red screen that says, try again. And then you re- so it's like Zelda two. Some try was- again. You can't say you die. Yeah. Can anything kill you if you're a ghost? Um, you can. Totally. You can. You can die in in the game. There's like a- they showed off monsters. I think. In yeah, the and that's another element of the game that's kind of just like it should. I don't even know why it's in there because it there's a, a sort of an element of combat to the game, but it really it's almost barely interactive like there are demons within each level um they can kill you if you are in their sight for a certain amount of time they'll suck all of the oh not life force but they'll they'll the ghost yeah radius yeah and then you yeah you won't ectoplasm they basically keep you from going to heaven or whatever but um, (laughs) from you know eternal oh they'll keep you from the eternal embrace of jesus that's sad He's uh, a character in this, right? Jesus? Yeah. yeah. Is he really? No, no. Oh, no, there's someone in the afterlife that you're you're trying to like reconnect with. You have oh, to okay. solve this crucifixion. And, 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 tough. <laughs> and then it that's turns out it was the Romans. What the fuck? Yeah. Um, yeah, so the way that the, the the combat, and I'm using air quotes, it like there are demons throughout the stage. You can sneak up on them, and then you'll get a prompt, and then you'll you'll kill them. But there's no, like, real combat. It's like you sneak up on them and you do this prompt and that's the only way that you can kill them. And there's not, there's no real combat to it. They either find you and kill you or you find them and kill them. Hmm. So it's very basic. And I mean, yeah, it, like, the, the mysteries aren't really, you can't fail them. The combat's kind of the, the, it, it. It's really hard to like navigate some of the mm. stages. There's no map. There's no map that you can refer to, mm. like in game, which is and kind of criminal. Mini map. Mm-hmm. Well, I know some games you don't need it, but this is a game where you can literally mm-hmm. walk through walls. So, <laughs> like, you need something that. In some some stages, they're like the rooms are so similar looking that you will like kind of lose like your bearings because you don't have that like okay wait I should go down this hallway I forgot you can walk right through the hallway yeah so it's there's I wasn't even saying that sarcastically I do need a mini map I get lost oh, in yeah. games all the time and I don't know why he wasn't there in, in the first place because I think with like the limited edition of the game there's a oh, a web map that you pre-ordered yeah, it's some sort of like through Laser Time Podcast. <laughs> yeah, if you pre-order it, you get better game design. Yeah, the, the game will already be out, so you will not get this sweet, sweet map. But even <laughs> it, so, I, it did it definitely advertised that as a yeah. pre-order bonus and um, a fucking map. Like I had access to that map, and it's too much because it tells you where everything is. Ah. 
It tells you like here's this uh, secret that you need like oh so not just you're not it's just wow. a giant Brady guide pre-ordered like, cheat a, yeah. a simple navigational tool that's stupid We're, I think I don't know maybe you can turn off things like uh, like tell me where all of this uh, like submission is mm. like I don't know there there were some elements that I liked I think that the Despite the fact that the character, the main character, is wearing a fedora, he's actually kind of interesting. He's a men's rights advocate, yeah, mm-hmm. or activist, <laughs> whichever it is. He's um, uh, fuck, I already forgot that guy's name. Forget him. Um, Not all ghosts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, like he's interesting. He has like a reason that you want him to keep going and like unlock the mystery. And uh, the the one person that he interacts with throughout the majority of the game they have an interesting dynamic it's like a it's kind of like Whoopi Goldberg and Tom yeah, Cruise uh, which I, I don't know Tom Cruise you or Patrick Swayze yeah you don't see that in games so I thought that was interesting and a murder mystery where your ghost is an interesting idea and um, yeah it's sad that it doesn't really deliver on all of that yeah we were talking about this before the show about how, how few games actually involve like procedural investigation yeah. because of like how hard that is to do in a game. Yeah. But I think it would be really badass to have a like a, a game where you're investigating a crime and you have to like make you're trying to get a conviction. Yeah. And you have to like decide who you're gonna charge and then you could be wrong and you could end up either like they get off in yeah. court or they go to jail for life and you were wrong. I and, feel like the that, endless law and order cool. games that they've released must do that on some level. I haven't played any of them, so... I, I haven't played you. them either. I couldn't and, tell uh, you. Well, like, um, The Wolf Among Us, even, like, throughout only, like, four episodes, I feel like that has, like, established more of, like, you went to this place, well, then you screwed up because you didn't get to see, like, like you missed out on this element yeah. of the investigation because you weren't there when it happened. As we talked about, you got to it late. You're still going to arrive in the same place, but it does feel like, oh, there's I, so I kind of botched that a little bit. Yeah, there's nothing you can botch. Like, it's it's weird because you have this thing anytime you're, like, making a guess at, like, the deduction that the main character should make. Mm. If you make a mistake, like, uh, there's, like, a three-badge rating system. Like, a badge will disappear, but you can never get three wrong. It will never completely deplete, and there's no overarching system Wait, that... you can never what? Complete a what? Everything has uh, three badges attached to it. So, right. you, if you have a... If you have to guess what the main character's intuition should be, mm-hmm. if you guess it wrong the first time, it goes down to two. If you guess it wrong a second time, it goes down to one. But it will never go down to zero. Huh, and so I mean, I thought that meant like, oh, if I if I deplete all three, then I've failed this investigation, and maybe I'll be kicked back to some point, or I'll just fail it overall. That never happened. Hmm. It, it's it's weird. Like it, it's like they had this rating idea in mind. So it's that, like they wanted to do like stars, like mobile games have. I guess, but it just they they don't implement. How hard right. is the like? Like, are the deductions, like, leaps that you're just like, well, how was I supposed to know that? Or do you feel like, oh, I could have figured that out? It's like 75% like, anybody knows this. Yeah. And then 25% like, I don't know how you expected me to know this. Like, it's this weird, some developer oh, had this idea in their brain, and they thought everybody would know it, but they, mm. no, it's not that way. Wow. It sounds like a, a good idea that was kind of squandered on questionable design. Yeah, there's just a lot of, it's really problematic there's also like it, it was pretty buggy. The the, I mean I pl- granted I played it a couple days before release, so it's possible some of the things I bumped into 
could be nope. fixed. But there were things nope. like <laughs> I had the same mission objective every time I paused the game from the second hour all the way to the end, which was like eight hours. Mm-hmm. So they were telling me the thing I had to do like six hours ago. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. I, I had to pay attention every time it gave me a new this? objective because it would – if I missed that, then I would kind of have to like – I don't know who the developer was, but it's a Square game. Yeah. It was Airtight Games. So they did uh-huh. um, they did Dark Void, Capcom, uh-huh. um, and Crimson Quantum, Quantum Conundrum. So like they have a very mm. like kind of up mm. and down history. Like yeah. Crimson Sky is really mm. good. Dark Void, yeah. good idea. Um Quantum Conundrum. Quantum Conundrum, good. good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And this was a good idea, which, again, didn't quite work out the way yeah. it was supposed to. That's sad. Is it, is it going full price? Yes. Oh, I see that. Yeah. Also out this week, oh. uh, Ultra Street Fighter Four. Ah. It is? Really? Mm-hmm. Apparently. Not for PC, bitch. No. For PS3. Okay. <laughs> uh, why, Chris? <laughs> why, like, what? Why, why can Capcom still not count to five? I'm going to re- resurrect a joke it's, from the, the 90s where Capcom can't count to three. speak for those people anymore. <laughs> they um, just can't count to odd numbers. It's not I that think. they can't uh, count to yeah, five. Yeah. It's that the Japanese don't like downloading patches, updates, uh, and expansions. Michael, they Ultra to buy is, new discs. Ultra is yes. Japanese for five. That's so racist. And if you, look at, if you look at every single game available in Japan, that's exactly how it is. There's a U or a G following the title, and they just keep releasing new versions that you would expect to be DLC. But it is mm-hmm. it is like... Crazy balance. Well, it's it's all like yeah. We we not only introduced new characters and new content, we mm. rebalanced everything. I, I else. sat, so, I yes, sat next to the people to doing game. that for months, and so wow. like it, it is. It's an impressive initiative. This and is this is what the fourth version of Street Fighter Four. Yeah, but if I mean, look again, I mean, I, we had we had Street Fighter Four, Super Street Fighter Four, Super Street Fighter Four Arcade Edition, and that? Arcade Edition Twenty Twelve. Oh, okay. But it's it's so more fifth. It's more like why can't they count to five? And again, don't work there. I'm uh-huh. a civilian. Yes. If they released as many sequels as they did update the gameplay to be better, mm-hmm. everybody would complain even more. So the idea is that like somebody actually made a competitive multiplayer game that's lasted that can last ten years. Holy shit! Yeah, it's actually if you worth buy a little four different versions. Sure. You have to buy four different. It's like nineteen. It's like a nineteen ninety nine update. But I mean, yes, if you're addicted to going to buy discs, well, you know, you're going to end up getting screwed over the next couple of years. So get used to it. Uh, Well, I mean, at the same time, they they might do well to adopt a different model uh, sooner. Like, I mean, (laughs) never did I say that they would not do well. In several areas. Right. Because like, uh, we're like Team Fortress 2, yeah. Battle still mm. makes a lot of money on that game. And mm. that is, again, one of the oldest competitive games that's still running mm-hmm. like in, in a big way now. Obviously, yes, there are people out there playing Quake 1, but that's, you know, like 10 people. There, um, there, there are small but like crazy different things in a fighting game from a game like Team Fortress. Yeah. But, it, I mean, it would blow my mind if they were to release. And obviously, the console generations mm. make a difference here. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking PC. Where it's just like you can release a game, people play it. You can sell like cosmetic stuff, which they already do, mm-hmm. uh, and but then also be like, "Hey, we wanted to tweak some, you know, some balance, so we just here's a free update." But it's, it's that one, wouldn't it's happen. One of those things that like it's it's got to work off the internet, and yeah. it's got to work away from the internet. In other words, and and that all these other games, like you have to know you're playing ultra and you're not playing super vanilla. True, it and, makes a huge difference. Like, I mean. If you want to play like Sakura in vanilla, mm-hmm. you're gonna get your mm-hmm. sucks. But in uh, you know Super, mm-hmm. okay. Mm-hmm. But you have to know which one you're playing. So I guess that makes sense. Uh, it's an it's an old outdated system, 
but it has worked as far as the gameplay of Street Fighter goes. Maybe you don't like paying for it. It's never not really worked to make the game better. I would love to see some sort of like documentary about a person who was super good at mm-hmm. Street Fighter 4 original mm-hmm. <laughs> who just like stopped and then bring them back for Ultra Street Fighter 4 and see if they still like could can you can, I think can most you of the com- people you know would other than mm-hmm. Mike Grimm like <laughs> Tyler probably hasn't played AE. Well, like I don't know how I have only on like, PC. Like mm-hmm. if I could go back in time and find the best Street Fighter 4 mm-hmm. vanilla version player and freeze him in carbonite and oh. like unthaw him right now and be like here you go dude there is an addition select- everything has changed there's an addition select mode in the new version you can play any older version of any character that's and, true and so but, that's kind of a why, cool why are you making me show for this shit i'm just saying like anymore. like putting that guy this. in a, putting that guy in a tournament he I, wouldn't he wouldn't be able to choose I the don't old know, character. don't fucking buy it take that money it's not what we're asking you to show <laughs> for it it's that we're at you oh, know more right. about it than anyone else at this table i guess that's probably yes. true but, I don't know. I I love Street Fighter, and it's it's a weird thing where I I do get excited about these releases. Like, oh, it's going to introduce a character. Like, who gives a shit? But I do for some reason. I'm like, what are they? What are their special moves look yes. like? And it, I don't know why. Certain companies would like to think it's a miracle that they've gone back and readdressed their uh, competitive multiplayer game mm-hmm. because they don't do it unless they're doing it. And this, they're doing it. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to be coy here. Uh, yes. It is exciting. You're used. Know. You're used to the riot model where people work all day long and like to update things every and update and... things. That shit doesn't happen in the land of the rising sun. Yeah, <laughs> people go in and work on a game, then they leave for a but long it, time. I mean, it is interesting that there are like mobas like League of Legends, which are hugely competitive, huge tournaments, mm-hmm. big money, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. and yet it is that kind of game that is one free to play into like updated constantly and manages to be a competitive game when they're free to play. It's in your best interest to constantly update your game, right? And then not free to play Street Fighter. That's all, all I'm saying, and you have said before. Yeah, I'd speaking love, speaking of like free that. to play, if that's what you're into, uh, War Thunder is out this week. <laughs> mm, free God. to play MMO. Uh, you're supposed to be here to delineate the releases. <laughs> <laughs> this is what's important. War I'm focusing on the most important. It's ones. called War Thunder. How yes. much thought and time could have been put <laughs> into it? Well, apparently a lot because it features not only aviation but also tanks and boats. So, mm-hmm. all in a World War II setting, and it's free to play. So, get on that, I guess, if that's your thing. I hope you like 50 other versions of Battleship. Yeah. <laughs> also, Wildstar. Well, it'll it's be free. Big in Russia. Again, free. Sorry, it'll free. be big in Russia. Wildstar. Do you know anything about this, Tyler? Because I've been really hearing cool. fun um, things. I've been following Specifically, it. I've been hearing that it is fun. I've been following it for the last 45 years. Um, also, a bunch of like white knight game journalists are apparently writing articles like, "Do the butts in this game give us too many boners?" Discuss. Is everything else that boring to talk about? Broners. <laughs> yeah, I mean the 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 butts have pretty silly animations. Um, I don't ultimately care too much. I like fluid butts. Hmm. No, they're not fluid. They're weird. Oh. <laughs> I, I mean, <laughs> dynamic I'm, butts. Unless it, l- less of a sexist right, criticism, are, are or we, more are of we a, talking those are like weird butts, dead or alive, like weird, ridiculously bouncing, it's independently not moving. Uh, no, not it, not like not it's like it's gluteal loop. It's Luffy. not it's not like Damn they've it. modeled cheek physics. Ah, it's um, it's, it's like a Jessica Rabbit butt where it's like yeah, where it's just a little bit embarrassing to be like. They Dark actually play that drum beat that. while female characters walk. They should. At least I, make that video. I think it's a little embarrassing, but it's not like uh, har- hardly the most egregious sin uh, in an MMO where you get like occasionally MMOs where it's There's like too much animation. Well, you get <laughs> you get it's characters where it's like 
in the typical uh, Japanese style where it'll be like, oh, these characters just look like little girls. They're actually immortal, so they're very old. Mm-hmm. So we can make that <laughs> little Lolita weird. But anyway, that's not Wildstar. Yeah. Um, Wildstar is an interesting one. Like, I feel it's, like I've been covering Ratchet it. from Ratchet and Clank. Yes. It's got a very Ratchet and Clank aesthetic. Yeah, it does. Um, in a good way, though. It looks really good. Um, and I haven't played it yet, but I've been hearing... You know, I feel like it's been in development for forever, uh, but that's the nature of MMOs. And it... Uh, I don't know. The, the developers, are a lot of them are former Blizzard developers, and they're, they... I remember there was one quote. They were really open about going like, yeah, we, we want to do WoW, but better. Um, which like most most MMO developers are coy about like no it's it's not going to be anything like WoW no we're we're reinventing the MMO genre and these guys are going yeah WoW's really good it's uh, the most popular for a reason we're going to do that but better I th- I feel like we've talked about this before but isn't it refreshing when someone will admit that they have influences mm-hmm. rather than like oh no we did this before like what was yeah. it? I was talking to the Batman uh, Arkham Origins guys and like they have this thing that's like, it's very similar to the claw from just cause 2 where you can attach tethers between two different objects and i mentioned that like oh no we were we were working on this way before just cause yeah, 2 came like, out like, could you just say yeah we played that and we liked it so uh-huh. we used that for our game yeah, like, I, like, even if it's true just admit like yes this is similar but i mean that's, that's one thing i love about soe is that they're making h1z1 which is a online zombie survival game and they just came out and said yeah, we played DayZ. We thought it was cool, and we were like, "Yeah, we we could do something like yeah. that. That would be fun." Let's make that, but ours. Yeah, <laughs> fine. Who cares? Like, good. Guy. Like, I I mean, games get better when people iterate on them, right? Like, if one person made a platformer and everyone went, "Well, I don't want to copy them and do a, <laughs> my own platform." I, I only remember from the Shadow Complex guy, and he's like, um, "Super Metroid is my favorite game." I'm. He didn't say we were working on this before Super yep. Metroid mm-hmm. came out. I think it's a travesty. There's never been another one, and I wanted yes. to make one, and this is what it is. So right. Anyway, and like, right? Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, we can all get behind that. Yeah, Thank I mean, you. it's cool when people do that. So Wildstar devs basically saying like, yes, we know WoW is the most popular MMO. We worked on that because a lot of us worked at Blizzard. So we're, I did. I did. We're see gonna s- we're gonna do better than that. Seems sort of the, well. It's just that whenever you ask them is it like wow and developers get all prickly and like it's nothing like that we didn't take any cues from wow and like well I think people do sort of want you to take cues yeah, or at least maybe build you should upon take some cues or build upon what maybe it's lacking and it's nice to see people mm-hmm. come out well, and say I, well but better there is a certain amount of hubris being like uh yeah you know the uh the most popular MMO of all time. Years we're of refinement. We're better. Years well, of gonna, they, we're I mean, gonna make it better. Of course, they do have to believe that they're gonna do do something better. Else, why? Why, why are uh, they doing this? Yes. Why are they making anything? Well, like the director of Godzilla is like, uh, you know, all those uh, classic movies. We're gonna make it. We're gonna make a better version of that. Well, it, they did. Isn't it funny though? Like the way <laughs> games are. Like where films, it's not like oh, I have to make a better yeah. film. I have to make uh, Citizen Kane, but better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's not the attitude with films. It's like, I'm yeah. just making a new film. But with games, it really Very is true. the attitude. Like, Very true. it needs to be better than WoW. Yeah, I guess. Or else, why make it? People yeah. never say. Specific Nobody ever exam. says, I'm going to make Van Gogh's Starry Night, but better. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> my yeah. painting's going to be way better than his. My like, s- video games are the only art form that do that. My mm-hmm. sister's bedroom wall says that, actually. <laughs> pretty Isn't disgusting. That that's, 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 a, that's a. I think we've hit on a whole conversation yeah. that I'm not prepared to have, but that, mm-hmm. is, that is a weird thing about games where yes. it's like. It's yeah. got to be better than everything that came before it, or else why even bother? Why, why would you put your $60 It's weird, though, that, that when people cite specific examples that are from other companies. Like, I don't know, like, a multiplayer online shooter. Like, nobody's like, oh, well, this is like Battlefield, but better. 
<laughs> like that's you, true. It's you because, kind of it's because t- no one said, you know what I need? I need an online shooter. <laughs> <laughs> um, there, there are lots of those. Yeah, mm-hmm. there are there are plenty. There, there are, are lots mm-hmm. of MMOs, but MMOs make Counter Strike, but the same. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I, I guess because like games are continuously played, so there's no room in the market for two of the same game. Like mm-hmm. one will win, right? Yes. So. I don't know. I mean, MMOs are more like that. That's why there's only one MMO. Right. Well, MMOs are even more like that where there's like, yeah, you'll get your hardcore fan base who loves this one kind of niche MMO, but unless you like really distinguish yourself like EVE Online, like you're just, you're not going to win. But um, yeah, MMOs are weird like that, but also weird where I really don't feel like any of them have delivered on like the, just the power of the idea of like, thousands of people playing in the same world and it's like, well yeah, we're gonna basically use D&D as our template and start there. I'm like you could do anything with this uh, technology of like, like, Planetside 2 is one of the few where I'm like, oh well that that's that's different. Mm-hmm. Not that I necessarily like it has to be a shooter. Has to be a shooter, I'm sorry. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely <laughs> has to be. I just feel like so many MMOs are like, yeah, but we're gonna go back to the same leveling system where you fight the same monsters over and over and earn experience and do quests for NPCs who stand around in the same place and tell you to go kill five of this. And I'm like, like the technology has advanced so far, but you haven't thought of a new mechanic for like how to play a game? I don't know. I just, I'm not saying Wildstar is like that. I'm hearing really good things about it. Well, I think it shows to, like, it looks wildly different than yes. any other MMO that's come before. It looks very, like, cute, but in, you know, like... Pixar. Yeah, not, not, not cute in, like, a... Oh, this is for well, babies. That ratchet-looking thing is very cute. They keep using it in all their ads. Mm-hmm. It is. It does look like ratchet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, also coming out is Hyperdimension Neptunia PP. And while this says it oh stands goodness. for producing perfection, I think it stands for what I want to do all over this series. <laughs> <laughs> no, this is the best. But it's best. so irreverent. It's talking about the console wars. Wow. Oh, well, it's amazing. This it's series talking about the console wars to produce at least in the first game. I never played any of the sequels, but the first game was one of the dumbest, blandest dungeon yes. crawlers I've ever yes, played. Yes, it was. And it's this series exists in a genre called shame. Like, in, <laughs> I, I don't know how this persists. I don't know. I can't understand why Japan's appetite, a Jap, Japan's appetite, is still exists for a knockoff RPG like this, mm-hmm. and then B why it gets localized for America. Yeah. How does that happen? It's just, just the first one. Like I was really excited for. It's like, oh, this will be a really clever satire. This is the dumbest game ever, and all the dialogue yep. is like, just so fucking gross and cutesy, yep. and like, ugh. While, while it fawns over, the you fucking, can call me Nep Nep Nepperment or the tiny white ugh. buffalo shot in between this teenager's legs. So, and uh-huh. Terrible, yeah. disgusting. Just from that half remembered quote, it's disgusting. Terrible. Hey, uh, Final Fantasy three came out on PC. That's Woo! pretty dope. This is. Um, I thought about getting that and like realized, oh, it's just a high res version of the DS version. Yeah, is is that is that a bad Final Fantasy? No, no, it's just that it never came out over here when yeah. Final Fantasy was in its heyday. It doesn't have. It doesn't okay. have. It didn't have a, a, a localized version for a long time. Yeah, oh. until the DS remaster came but out. But does this version have uh, Steam achievements? Uh, I, I assume so. It better. I'll well, look it up. But yeah. I bet it does. Yeah. Yeah. I have considered buying Final Fantasy VII just because yeah. it has. Mm. I also didn't talk about The Wolf Among Us last week. Yeah. Um, it's pretty great. Yeah, I'm really enjoying it. Um, I, I think episode three is still the best. Mm-hmm. 
because um, of that like, wonderful ending. that three way split where you can like where it matters which place you go to and you're yeah. timed kind yeah. of on the investigation. It has, like, has a little bit of, the, of something that, that similar. That has a two way split. Mm-hmm. Um, still yeah. like like I said in the first segment, like I don't feel like the stuff I've done has made as much of an impact as I would like. Jesus but Christ, play some murdered soul spe- suspect. Yeah, it, it will. You'll exactly. See how yeah, it, yeah. yeah. But the thing is, like, the <laughs> give great, me a new appreciation. The thing about Wolf Among Us, like. I um, and Walking Dead, like I, if I, <laughs> if I don't go back and replay it mm-hmm. and to see what would have happened, I can maintain the illusion that like True. this is my Bigby, this is what he's doing, and this new episode, like it's kind of brutal because like you want to be on Snow's side because you like her and you yeah. like their relationship and their friendship, but at the same time, I'm going. This is the probably the first time or maybe the most I've gone like, no, Snow's wrong. Like I can't do yeah. it. I can't do what she wants me to do. She's wrong. I can't send these fables <laughs> to the farm. It's wrong. Well, because I didn't like her a whole lot as a character Aww. in the first couple episodes. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, she's so like... No, you, well, you just want you, Bigby can, to be happy, and he seems to like her. Well, right. Mm-hmm. But in the first couple episodes, Snow's just going like, I don't know if I can handle this. Or like, she's trying to convince you to take her seriously. But I, do, I like her a lot more now that she's going like, no, I'm the authority. Do what I say. Um, mm. It's not okay for you to act however you want. I'm deputy mayor now. She yeah. looks so good in that pantsuit. I know, <laughs> and she's does. telling you what to do. <laughs> but then it's she's a more interesting character now that she's telling me what to do, and I'm like, no, I don't, I don't agree with what you're saying. Yeah. That's I can't do that. Hmm. I don't know. It's, I thought the tough. um the the opening moment to the game, Big B in a chair. Is the most disgusting thing I've done oh, in a game. Oh really God, that's uh, that's the worst. Like uh, button. You're, you're, oh yeah, it was, it was like it was, this, it was this is Walking Dead territory I, now. I, I, I think I failed. Really it. nasty. I think you're, I failed. You're the first button thing. mashing a bone being wreathed. Oh, yeah. Where it's it's the it's shard good. of bone is sticking out of your arm, and you have to pull your hand forward to uh, the point where you can reattach yeah. the bone. I, I didn't. I didn't actually love that. So just cause I'm I loved squeamish. it just because it was disgusting. That's, that's right up there with Clementine stitching herself, with yeah. Lee chopping off the dude's leg. Uh, At Lee saw, sawing off his own arm or having yeah. someone saw off his arm. Uh-huh. Yeah. Like some, I forget who Telltale it was. really excels yeah. at just excruciatingly gruesome sequences. With, like arm se- trauma. With seemingly yeah. specifically. rudimentary... Like the, yeah. There's not. It doesn't seem like a game that could gross you out, but it grossed me out a couple mm-hmm. times more than. Well, if there's a part of the, your body that you're gonna be like fixing or operating on, and like, oh, oh my god, <laughs> it's gonna be your own arm. Like yeah. that's right. Th- that are your wiener. <laughs> and games aren't quite you at have that to level. Pull your wiener to reattach it to your urethra. Yeah, there's also yeah. something really effective though. Like if that scene just happened and it's a cutscene, like it wouldn't be that bad. But there's something really effective about like it pausing and mm-hmm. a game mechanic thing comes up and you're like, no, Fuck. no I don't want to. I have to mash a button I to make a the bone where someone go else in place. Does this. Uh, and Dave, by the way, Final Fantasy three for Steam does in fact include achievements and nice. trading cards. Gotta get those trading cards. Yeah. This is Final Fantasy, what, 7? It's ten? just 10. Man, I, told, I do not pay attention. <laughs> I do not pay attention to Steam achievements. Yeah. Uh, the well, trading cards not, I love. The, thing, like the thing is, like, Steam achievements, I, I think on other platforms with achievements and trophies on Xbox and PlayStation, like you get a little chime, you get a little icon, you feel good about winning them. Steam achievements just happen Bloop. in the background, and then you bloop. check you can, later. No, there's a little window. Yeah. Yeah. 
at the bottom, like okay, where you crazy. get notifications about friends. Well, maybe I need to adjust you my m- settings. You might have turned that off. Yeah, might have. But it, it's not a satisfying bloop. It doesn't yeah. like. It just goes in the right hand corner. It's just like. Oh, eh. But I honestly get yeah. more excited. Like you have a new item in your inventory. What? Yeah, <laughs> new the card. The cards are fun because it's like after you close the game, yeah. and then suddenly you have a notification. You're mm-hmm. like, what? Are they, what? What? And That's then you really go, cool. oh, I got, I got. I things. love the trading. And you can sell them you can sell for them. money mm-hmm. that you can use. I have a Ducktales background worth, I think, about thirteen to buy Counter Strike gun skins. <laughs> <laughs> get those gun skins, guys. Oh, yeah, Sonic. That's a wise use of cash. Anytime I get a Steve a Steam achievement, a I get a con- achievement. Yeah, Steve achievement. I get a concurrent a uh, Norton antivirus notice ah. saying like, uh, <laughs> "This program is acting against you in a potentially unlawful mm. way." That's, yeah. <laughs> I, I think that's a pretty tran- good transition point for. I know you still so have awful. all this shit at your house that was uh, all recorded Foley work <laughs> inside of the, ca- the Rapara's Manor. No, no, no. I just grabbed a bunch of random sound effects off YouTube. I do not believe you. Stitched them together in the most uh, aesthetically unpleasing or displeasing way possible. What, what would you connect a modem to to get it to He's make He's trying to noise. get into Ultima 6. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's trying to play Neverwinter Nights on AOL. I think somebody just wow. recorded a modem sound because they, they used to emit that really loudly. And mm-hmm. used to be a for, horrible I, fact of life for a long time. Even after broadband was pretty prevalent, Adult Swim would like show their website URL and just play that sound. Like, God. <laughs> no, but you guys, I love that sound. That sound meant I was going to get on CompuServe. Uh, yeah, that, that sound meant you got a connection, not a busy signal, exactly, not yeah. a dropped signal. That meant I was going to be talking oh about Klingons. And getting on the internet used to be awful. <laughs> it really did. Uh, like, oh, finally a successful connection. Uh, I got through. It's a good thing there was no news this now week. Now I can sit on this BBS <laughs> for ages. That's true. There wasn't any. There was some. So there was news. some. I mean, we're going into E3, which is uh, obviously where the bulk of uh, the coming news is being, will reside, is being saved for, whatever. But there are a few key announcements. Um, number one, Mortal Kombat X is happening. <laughs> we got a stylish new trailer that Corkle some people Mombat. apparently hate. Mm-hmm. Yep. Corkle Mombat. Um, well, I will say... Scorpion and Sub-Zero fighting. I never would have seen that coming. No. I just wouldn't have expected them to come back for the sequel. Like, I okay. thought they were friends. <laughs> because it's not a big deal that It's supposed that to be friends. A big deal that I'll fight about, but Since I mean... It's the ending of Mortal Kombat 2. <laughs> mm-hmm. I, I do think, like, cinematic trailers are like, are you not confident enough in your game to show us what the game looks like? I don't know. I think they might not be comfortable to reveal actual elements of the game. Even though that trailer seemingly did, like, all that stuff was revealed in the last game. The bone breakings and whatnot. Yeah, and I mean... Like, it's a really cool little short um, animation. I just know that's not what the game is. On the other side of that, it's not... it what really if it is, turns out that is what the game is? Then Wouldn't I will be, be shocked. Mind blowing. Yeah. yeah, but yeah. It, it's nice to know those characters are back. Yeah, are coming back for sure. More mm-hmm. to come. Yeah. I mean, basically, all this says is, look at this fun thing. We're it's making ex- a new Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. It's an expensive countdown. See, maybe, maybe that's when people say like, this isn't next gen enough. Maybe that's what they were hoping to see from yeah. PS4 and Xbox One. And I admit, like, if I saw a game that looked like that, I would be floored. 
Yeah. And one of but, the few articles I wrote on PC Gamer that anybody actually liked, and I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't... Like, Valve said this publicly at GDC, and nobody steals it. We just make a... We make a short film with Team Fortress characters, and yeah. then we go online and see what you're talking about. And then, and then, that, we, and then we that's... That. And then we, pr- we turn yeah. that into a game. Sometimes mm-hmm. we... This is not even... It was just a dumb joke. Has had no plans yeah. of being in the game. You guys talked about it. We yeah. made it. They essentially the like they'll make a teaser basically by doing a like a little as short a, as film a survey, and people go, "Oh, I can't wait for that." And they'll go, "Oh, we weren't even going to make that, mm-hmm. but eh, now we will." Now we will. Yep. And and so I, if other people are adopting that, maybe people are like ah, oh, the bone stuff is back. It looks like people don't like the bone cracking animations. Maybe we'll get rid of that. And yeah, we'll but definitely like the bone de- cracking animations. I'm, not saying, I'm just saying that's an example in this trailer yeah. in particular. It, it to me, it's just nice that those know. characters exist again. I don't yeah. like the. <laughs> Mortal Kombat X, like Mortal Kombat 10. I, whatever. We worked in the industry. We had to like put fuck, like fucking 09 in parentheses around everything to guarantee. <laughs> 2009. This, this yes. is what, was it 09? Yeah, it's 2009, I think. And, and like, it's a reboot. It, all, everybody who's dead is back. And like, well, how can this be 10? Especially because what did you say that like eight is technically DC Universe versus yeah. Mortal Kombat? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's not. Canon. And, like, really, like, this is 20 years since the original Mortal Kombat. Mm-hmm. No, maybe 21. I forget. It's, it's over. It's over there. So, uh, but, like, yeah, there you've done way more than 10. If you can, if you count mm-hmm. every iteration, like Mortal Kombat Trilogy. Ultimate. And those mm-hmm. shitty side-scroller adventure uh-huh. games. And Shaolin Monks, which was actually pretty good. Gold. Yeah. yeah. So who's making this? Netherrealm. 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 I think that they're home turf. Uh, the yeah. the original studio, for lack of a better word. Yes. But it doesn't matter. It's the original studio who made the reboot, which is awesome. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And, and Injustice. Yeah. Injustice. <laughs> Dogs Among Us. Dogs Among <laughs> Us. Hence where Crypto fights uh, Ace the Bat Hound, and that's pretty I'm much pissed. it. I didn't know that's the, the extent of the joke. I was working today and didn't see a Mortal Kombat trailer. I never thought I'd see the day. Tisk. No, uh, unemployed didn't see a Mortal Kombat trailer yeah, on the internet. What excuse do you have? I didn't either until I spent just an, before the show. I spent an hour on the phone with tech support, which I also haven't. I do like once every five years. Cool story, bro. I know. It's not interesting. <laughs> When's the last time you called tech yeah. support? I don't know. Never. I was too busy playing a disappointing game to pay I, attention. I was too to this busy room. already knowing everything <laughs> to call tech support. Got it. Got it. <laughs> you call tech support and then you help them troubleshoot yes, Windows because yes. they can't figure exactly. it out. Is, is, so you have done that recently? Like no, I haven't. I've done all that. I don't. I've call. done all that. I've done all that. I've done all that. I'm calling you with none of this is an option. Yeah, they're, they're following a I mean, script, though. That's the thing about tech support. Like, they don't actually know more than you do. I want, I, they just have a binder in front of them that has all the answers wanna, and all the procedures. Here's who I am. Not only did I download the drivers, everyone online says to uninstall them and install them again because you're idiotic program. It's, yeah. it's Windows 8. Windows 8. And, and, the other thing and is, I, I say that not in a derogatory sense, but because I've worked tech support, and yeah. that's all we did. Right. Yeah. And I mean... The other thing is they assume you stupid. You're stupid. Yes, because you probably are. I did all that. I did all that. I did all that. And they assume you didn't look up all the basic yeah. fixes, which N- you did. Ninety percent of the people who call tech support are stupid and exactly. do not do Wait, any of that. And I think I came through as not stupid. You want to know what they did? Hmm. That didn't work. I did that already. Can you do it again? For, I'll do it again just for you. It didn't work. It's a two terabyte hard drive. This needs to work. The call's and, being recorded and they and have to go through the script. I know. And so what what they did is like, sir, what we're going to do is from Mexico. Mm-hmm. I'm sending you for free new wire. It works on my other PC. That's not what I needed. I needed a special driver for Windows 8. 
That's not what I need. So I'm getting a free wire from Western Digital. That's <laughs> that's how they got me off the line without fixing a <laughs> goddamn wire. thing. Uh, sending me a wire. <laughs> well, uh, the wire will probably fix it. Wires are made of metal. <laughs> which leads so to uh, to our next announcement, which was Apple Metal, which is kind of cool. You didn't hear about this. What? What? It doesn't apply to you because I told you not to get that stupid 5C. Yeah. Well, so with iOS 8, and, and I remember like iOS 7 uh, when that f- was announced and first came out. I was like, this is going to revolutionize gaming on iOS and it'll allow for a unified standard of... Uh, of gamepad and oh the gamepads came out they're all terrible because they have to buy uh, all their parts from the same Apple mandated supplier that's somewhere in China and makes substandard shit so uh, boo to that but metal sounds like a promising technology and that it's using the existing A7 chip that's in the iPhone 5S and iPad Air and it's supposed to make the rendering ten times more efficient so, like, you can run Unreal Engine 3 on iOS uh, when when this update hits. And, like, they were showing off some very impressive demos. Some from Crytek Epic stuff, too. And Crytek, yeah. Neat. Neat stuff. So, yeah. Looks looks pretty cool, you know. Maybe maybe mobile games are going to be catching up with our 360s Not soon. until there's <laughs> a unified controller. <laughs> uh, well, no, there is a unified controller. It just sucks. It does suck. It so sucks. Mm-hmm. Although the the Steel Series one is supposed to be pretty decent, all things considered. Anyway, I use that one. Mm. Is that it for? No, like Steel there's a couple series. other okay. reveals. Drop was, them, uh, Forza Horizon Two, which okay. which That's somebody told me Chris was fantastic. No, somebody told me Grim told me that was fantastic because most of those awful card sim games are impenetrable and all about people. For- who- Forza Horizon Horizon is apparently not that. It's more approachable than. Standard Forza. Yeah, Grim. Grim even was like, "No, that game was fantastic. It's, it's an a op- game. Yeah. For, it's a fantastic car game for everybody. It's like the Need for Speed Most Wanted mm-hmm. of uh, Forza. It's like the open world, Burnout Paradise style. Like you can go anywhere, mm-hmm. and if you suck at this race and like finish in third and mm-hmm. get bronze, and like normally, if you're playing Forza, you're like on this one track and you're trying to perfect it, mm-hmm. and you're being restarting over and over again and yeah you're like you're restarting this one very narrow point of the game but forza horizon it's an open world game so whatever if you mess it up then you're still driving and you're doing you're you're moving on to another thing yeah you're gaining xp mid-race milestones all like that's why i kind of prefer forza horizon Mm. to forza because i'm Mm. for some reason like i've been Mm. the last few years have made me prefer open world racers which is something weird that i'd never thought i would actually like i don't care about car porn i don't care you unlocked the hondae s7 like i don't give a shit like there's no goals or anything for me to do in this game other than jerk off this car whenever i play those games like like gran turismo or anything that like unlocks a shit ton of real world cars it's like can i unlock my car okay i'm done (laughs) (laughs) uh uh, so yeah, it's being developed for the Xbox One and Xbox 360, but it's different developers. So that mm. kind of uh, inspires a little bit of faith in that it's being developed with the Xbox One in mind by the primary developer, cool. which I think is Turn 10. I don't know who the other developer is. Uh, but also, there's a new Homefront game. Being That's true. And I just watched the movie uh, Milius, the story of John Milius. Hmm. And he wrote that game, right? Really? Yes, he did. Yeah, yeah. The guy who wrote Jaws and uh, he wrote Home Apocalypse Front? Now. He did. Yeah. 
Apocalypse wow. Now and uh, Red Dawn. Most and we, were, we talked about it on an old show about how he was like no, at Red Dawn, like how he was kind of uh, ostracized from Hollywood from being like a right wing lunatic in this documentary. It's fascinating because it's George Lucas and Steven Spielberg talking about he ended up also ha- Conan. In Conan, he that he, he he had a stroke and can really can't talk or write. Uh, but that no, that was his persona. Why would we hang out with a guy hmm. who felt like that? No, he's yeah. Well, you know, Walter, anyway, he would pull out guns in like writing meetings, <laughs> and I thought that was it's a great documentary. Of Get a out of my house, oh, yeah. Walter Subcheck from uh, yes. from uh, yes. Big Lebowski is based on him. Yes. Wow. wow. And yes, I don't know. Sorry, it's the documentary million. It's on Netflix. It's fantastic. Uh, so I think New Homefront is where. Like, Deep Silver, I think so. I think it's uh, the East Coast now. Like the last one was West Coast. East Coast. Is it? I, I think well, it's the last one was like you're going from the East Coast to the West Coast. Like you end up oh, in San Francisco. Francisco. I think maybe yeah. I'm just making that up. I don't actually that know. That could be. Or from the Midwest or something like that. I forget where it starts. But there was some other stuff. Um, the Oregon Trail. We probably didn't talk about when it happened, but they're making a new Unreal tournament. I'm excited about that. Wow! Uh, but what's it's like that a weird work in progress where they're gonna they're gonna show you every detail. Where and... they're literally just like starting making it, and they're gonna work with the like development community. Yeah, for it was un- a weird thing. Unreal Engine what, Four. What you never do as a developer is that they announce that they're making a game and they have nothing there yet. I think it's cool. Like the, it, it, it's different. I think it's the only thing they could have done with Unreal. Like, why would they spend three years yeah. making a game that's not going to be successful yeah. and spending a lot of money on it? Rather than just like, hey, we're going to please everyone, we'll make it with you guys yeah. and make it totally free. It'll be a constant showcase for our engine. Yeah, it's totally mm-hmm. free and it's just to get people using the engine. And then also Battlefield Hardline that has mm-hmm. been leaked to hell. It's a visceral, is making a cops and robbers version of Battlefield. I don't know why huh. I find that so exciting. And that's all I can legally say. Because it's visceral and I, they did Dead Space. Yes. It is interesting. No, yeah. I know, but it's, just, it's more the idea that like I don't want to be a soldier anymore mm. at all in anything mm, but right. the idea of, of cops and robbers as a fir- as a progressive first person shooter I'm okay with that That why hasn't anybody thought of that play before? some payday yeah. brother I know oh, that's a good game mm-hmm. and it's probably way better on PC mm-hmm. I reviewed mm-hmm. it on yeah. Xbox yeah. you know it is it's good I mean it probably is I don't know Can, is it not like uh, Left 4 Dead where it's been modded to hell and back and it's like mm-hmm. you, you, so. you can't I don't know. you can't do a heist in Helm's Deep mm-hmm. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. That's, it was Left 4 Dead. I've done that. Do before. a heist in White Run oh, in Skyrim man. with the, the water mod, so it looks really pretty. You can't do a heist where you're all raptors. <laughs> I love being a raptor in Left 4 Dead. I was a raptor with a Hello Kitty skinned uh, AK. It was nice, great. nice. In Helm's Deep, That's like true. how can you get better than that? And I'm just, um, I'm just seeing now uh, a Ninja Theory Unreal Engine 4 tech demo leaked out, and I can't wait to watch it when the show is over. Yeah, I love Ninja Theory. Hmm. Leaks. Something to be excited for. So we should probably <laughs> move along to mm-hmm. the community segment. These are the community segments. They are happening now. Okay, sure. These are the community segments. Can't, it was can't canceled. <laughs> oh. Oh. Last week's question of the week. What's your favorite non-Mario Kart kart Jesus. racing game? <laughs> A little, little bit of flash of inspiration on our part. Whatever, Mario Kart, I've been playing it a lot. I played it online with a bunch of people. We played, like, just Monday, we had a little quick tournament. All that shit's on YouTube. Having am, a lot of fun with Mario I'm Kart. I'm sad that Crash Team Racing never won, because that was, that's my answer. Is it? Yeah. Yeah? Hmm. I, I never played that I feel much. like it did the hopping like Crash thing Team where you racing. could hop in a cart before Mario Kart did it. No. You could no. hop in the first one. Yes. Really? Mm-hmm. Yes. 
It didn't, it didn't do anything, and it didn't give you a boost. Or anything it was like good for cornering. Yeah, it was it was cornering, and there were like actual things you needed to uh, jump over. Mm-hmm. Really, but like not it. not count like without the 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 leaf, you could just randomly yeah. jump. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, oh, wow. the feather was a huge jump. Yeah, the feather did. I just remember jumping a lot in Crash Team Racing, like jumping in tune with music. The, the jumping was better in Crash, is yeah. what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, you can yeah. see that I made a video that's called 25 Mario Kart Clones. Yeah. It opens with Crash Team Racing, and when he wins, his dance is fucking adorable. The Crash dance is adorable. The yeah. animation in that game is pretty fun. Plus, the uh, the classic Crash characters you could play as... as- Crash and Dixie Coco crack. and oh, Dixie crash, crash in a leather jacket. Is it Crash Aku, and Bandicoot Aku. or is um, uh, uh, who else? Dixie Cor- Crash, Cortex, Spyro, Cortex? right? Spyro's there. Yes. No, he's not Aku there. Aku, the mask. Thing. Yeah. You want to play as a disembodied mask? <laughs> he Why not? You. Um. So anyway, awkward loser was the first one to answer. I once again. So, congratulations there. Uh, I unironically enjoyed motor combat for Mortal Kombat Armageddon. It was actually quite amazing. may have just been a generic KR kart racer that had MK's characters as opposed to Mario or Sonic's, neither of whom I care for, and that's enough for me. It also had online play, which may have been a first for that genre. Sorry, Cruz, if that answer is lame I know there are way better choices out there. I'm really stupid and ignorant at times. No, no. That's a cool one. I, I, I meant to acknowledge more. more motor cart bet, I call it. Hmm. It's not called that. Motor cart no. bet? Motor cart bet. Motor cart bet. It's called motor combat. Motor car parts. But motor cart bet is a way better name. Especially <laughs> if it's not... It's not. Be, it was never sold individually. It was included in a, in a oh. really awesome game with every Mortal Kombat ever. Yeah. And another puzzle game. Which is insane. Yeah. That they actually did that, and it wasn't just all DLC. But it was before DLC mm-hmm. really became a thing, so. Uh, Crepe Crisis says, definitely Diddy Kong Racing. Yeah. That's the best one. I felt like so it good. was... I felt like it was too hard and sometimes even cheap, but that lava level where you compete to incubate eggs in a volcano was just too fun to not play repeatedly. That's actually the worst part. That guy's <laughs> wrong. Yeah. Wrong. No. Uh, Triskitable says, Blur. I played it once at a friend's, oh, and I liked I it more than Blur. the other MK clones. Uh, yeah, but a couple fun, people man. mentioned Blur and gave a shit for not mentioning it, but the thing is, like, even though it, it used to that aesthetic, mm. is Blur really a cart game? I mean, you don't have no. big heads sticking it's out cart-like. the top of the cars. It's not. Yeah. It, it, like, what I did specifically for that list was, like, a cross-cut. So if you're talking about car licenses... Having their own Mario Kart, maybe Nissan. It's a weird. Gray it's got area. Nissan Basically, and Subaru. You can, pick cart- up, <laughs> you can pick up power-ups and yeah. fire them at yeah. other cars. But cart is- racers are about taking established characters and 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 making out like they've gone to the go kart for yeah. the day. To like, you put them into a cart, and that's the key to a cart racer. It's not about the cart itself. Yeah. At least 40% of, the, of your body has to be above the top of absolutely, the car. Absolutely, absolutely, yeah. And you have to spin around when hit. Which like, which is kind of my car, because um, yeah. it's so busted. That, and when uh, you crash, you spin around, and you go, ow, 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 ow. I have done that, <laughs> and I do, often. <laughs> have you guys seen the Luigi GIFs? They're so good. Yeah, yeah, yeah I keep trying to recreate that. <laughs> Luigi has such an angry face that when you do it in slow-mo, as he like passes someone who's what? been hit with a green gel, he's just... He just looks like he Thought wants so. to murder them. Thought so. Bladed Falcon, you'll love this one, Chris. Mm-hmm. 
I don't really like racing games to begin with, so my answer has to be Muppets Race Mania, yeah. because seeing the misery it caused Chris to play it brought me more enjoyment than actually playing any non-Mario Kart kart game by myself. <laughs> How are the hands uh, keeping up with the carts? <laughs> That's what I wanted. The, no. the thing about that game, and there's a there is an updated video on it on uh, LaserTime YouTube.com slash LaserTime Network. There is a certain level in the Muppets Race Mania game where they turn. It's not a race; it's a platformer. And so imagine a fixed camera and using your Mario Kart to jump and navigate very, 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 very precise turns and get through a level. It's fucking impossible, and I was doing it as Gonzo in a, do- a car made of a hot dog. It was hmm. it was excruciating. I failed every time. It was the worst ten minutes of my entire <laughs> life, and it's there for you to mock. I want to drive a wow. car made of a hot dog. Don't we all really? I mean, that's why the Oscar Wiener mobile is or Oscar Mayer Wiener mobile. It was parked still outside such a big of uh, thing. Future uh, a while back. Don't really? talk about Future. It's like bringing up an ex girlfriend. She was a Shrek at Ralph. Surprisingly, not a Shrek game. Uh, I don't really do any kart games that aren't Mario Kart, but Garfield Kart is easily my favorite non-Mario Kart kart game based on this video alone. And we can't play can't it. play the video. Also, Naughty it's, uh, Dog. It's the Gazorpa Field Cliff. Yeah. Well, I think oh, I, was, okay. I was showing, it's, it's in the 25 kart clones video, and just, I was showing that to Grimm. He's like, and in the first part of the clip, why the fuck would anybody want to play as John Arbuckle? Yeah. And then, it's question. not just John Arbuckle. It's like him in a cook's uniform, like, is no. he a cook? No. It's it's a clearly a variant on a character nobody wanted to play yeah. as ever. Like, I, nobody um, wants to be John Arbuckle. I like it anything. when Garfield uses Mondays to uh, <laughs> to make what, everyone spin that's around. That's the blue shell of uh, yeah. Wow. Mondays. He throws Monday. It powers powers up by lasagna. He picks up lasagna. That's almost clever. And then and then uh, if like you know how in Mario Kart where you gather coins to increase your top yeah, speed, yeah. Uh, Garfield picks up mediocrity. <laughs> nice. <laughs> no, uh, he picks up paychecks for Jim Davis. <laughs> Shrek it Ralph also says, also Naughty Dog, I like to pitch you a cart game. What do you think of Uncharted Four Quest for the Magna Carta? <laughs> if you hear this, let's talk royalties. You go in there when you could go uncarted. It can't have it can't have Nathan Drake in it. I just want Sully to be like the head of it, have his own cart game. Um, <laughs> I'm Sully. This is my cart game. Griff says I'm a hardcore racist like Mike Grimm, and I only play ultra realistic racing games like Grid. Honestly, I don't think I've ever played a Mario Kart game. I don't know why I read your response. Um, yes, Raccoon Hale says uh, Diddy Kong Racing is Chris's block <laughs> block carty stream on Monday show. The game is one of the best. Non-Mar- it, it is the best non-Mario Kart game. It might be one of the best Kart I games. I agree. I couldn't get clips of this. Uh, Corey Biddick, the porno critic, <laughs> says Cartoon Network Speedway. That definitely existed. I couldn't. It's a PS2 game. I couldn't couldn't get a hold of it. Wow. Because I'm the only person that actually played this shit. Alternatively, Lego Racers 2 and Crash Nitro Kart. Aha! Citizor says, I really love Chocobo Racing, which is one of our entries. Um, it didn't hold up especially well, but it's still... Got so much charm to it. Uh, the story mode is, is a cute storybook, and all the characters uh, are the adorable Chocobo dungeon versions. The item system uh, be, being stacking levels of spells is also a great mechanic. Aaron Baba says, Star Wars Super Bombard Racing. Uh, game so bad and annoying, it had me, laugh hysteri- had me laughing hysterically while playing it. Sounds like they said not a fan. <laughs> I have a couple from the, uh, the um, oh, article oh, uh, yes, comment please. section. Uh, so, 
Uh, I'm not sure if this was in your 25 clones. Probably was because there were 25 of them. So Moan for Stallone and <laughs> an 8-bit donut bring up wacky races for Dreamcast. I didn't oh, have man. a didn't have yeah. a copy of it, and I I do think that in particular is bizarre. Well, that, that especially like that show that it's based on yeah. was the template for yeah. a lot of kart racing games. It, it is, and it's but how old is that show? It's like from the it's early from like the 70s, 60s or the 60s. Is that pre yeah. uh, Laugh Olympics? But because yes. because on the strength of how good that Dreamcast. Wacky Races game yeah. was. It's had several other iterations, including on the press side I go to to get videos. They have a 2006, 2006, yeah. dastardly Dan and Muttley Wacky Dick Races. Dastardly. Dick Please. Dastardly for 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 the, the, for the DS. Nerd. But I'm just saying, like, is there any other Hanna Barbera character who's had a game in the last 20 years? Absolutely not. Wacky Probably Races not. has somehow. Yeah. Well, that, that's when it's that. like. Who even remembers that exactly. fucking show? Like I didn't because of the game. I only knew about it because of the NES <laughs> game that mm-hmm. was released, like which was a side scroller starring Muttley. I, I thought I thought I found an awesome Hanover Bear kart racing game that was released only in Europe. It stars Huckleberry Hound, Top Cat, Snagglepuss, Yogi Bear, and it was they they walk. Hmm. They they walk in an isometric <laughs> view, and like this is the wor- death to Hanna Barbera. Death to it. Eat it all. All right, I'm going to quickly read uh, an 8-Bit Donuts um, tribute to that game. He writes, Although it's not a great game, I will always have a fondness for wacky races on the Dreamcast. Mm. Not only was the cartoon part of my childhood, but damn, anything I could get my hands on for the Dreamcast, I grabbed. (laughs) I guess I'm probably more fond of the system, but wacky races looked good, and I finally got to play as... Chris, I'm going to have you uh, read the very end of that. Captain... (laughs) Can't do it. Can't do it. It's too late. I can't yell. Okay, man. I'll look it up. Captain. Let me see. If I can find it. One of Mel Blanc's uh, last performances. That is literally like the Ren and Stimpy clip where Stimpy's tonsils fly out yes. as he's screaming. So like, you're looking that up all really quickly. Say please. KG fan said Sonic and Sega All Stars Racing transformed mm. uh, is his favorite. It's really good. Uh, Sensation O said Diddy Kong Racing. Uh, I'm glad. I'm glad. Because I actually haven't played a lot of kart racing games other than Mario Kart and Diddy Kong Racing, and I always just assumed like that I was right to think Diddy Kong Racing was the best. No, I'm glad great. people agree You get to fly me. a plane. Because I love... You get to fly you get to an fly air... Plane. You get a kart plane. Mm-hmm. A yes. plane kart. You get to play as Conquer pre-porno. <laughs> Pre-porno is such a great way to put it. <laughs> and now I can't get a li- back before he had to make a living showing his balls. <laughs> Cannot get it to load page two. It's like Jumping I'm, on a flower's boobs mm-hmm. for some reason. It's like I'm clicking, but it doesn't do that, that flower had the most Canadian yeah, accent I, I think I've ever heard in a game, even counting that, <laughs> that T-Bone guy in Watch Dogs. T-Bone? Just, uh, care for a boots? <laughs> like, really? <laughs> I'd love a boots. Boots? I would there it is. And we're... Internet, that was, internet that, is fading fast. That was the blue shell of Wacky Racers. Was Literally. It? Wow. No, but it wow. should be. Like, <laughs> you collect that, and then that, that is yelled out, and then every cart... It's one of the over. few Comic-Con exclusives I haven't just thrown away. I bought a gold-plated Captain Caveman. <laughs> it's awful. I thought you bought that audio clip. I did. I think Motor Combat really missed an opportunity. It could be like the only ultra violent kart racer. Like mm-hmm. you get the equivalent of a blue shell, and like every other racer is just suddenly disemboweled. Mm-hmm. 
You probably did, did. You not include like was it Motor Tune Racing? Was yeah, it? I didn't. But it's a like it was. I remember it was on PlayStation, mm-hmm. and it wasn't a mascot racer, but no. it was cartoon cars. Yeah, so it was. Mm-hmm. It was a very weird. I thought everything else was so interesting with like licensed characters. Like yeah. just that everybody was so guilty of stealing from Mario Kart now, and nobody would bother to do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. and Motor mm-hmm. Tune Racing was not very. Interesting. There's a Looney Tunes one with custom Bugs Bunny animation for like the first time in a decade. Wow, so it's just it's not novel racing. anymore to see characters we know doing anything. Mm-hmm. Like you know, it's just like I don't. Uh, oh yeah, coal train and a cart racing. I don't give a crap. I don't. It was expected care. to see them do stupid things, and also. I don't know why my example was epic. Like they would make a cart racing game with Gears of War characters. But <laughs> I mean, maybe they would. I don't yeah. know. Coal train versus what? Coal train, the jazz musician. Oh, this is my kind of drift. Wiki, wiki, wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. Um, here, let me, now that I got it to load, read another one from uh, Random Word Combo. It says, definitely homie rollers. Fuck no, him. I'm Fucker. just kidding. It would be Sonic and All-Stars Racing Transform. It's really good. Yep, the game was a blast to play, and I love the novelty of having such a crazy variety of characters from games ranging from Total War and Company of Heroes to Team Fortress and Football manager <laughs> that's not true it's not true that would do that just like as like if somehow every developer who's released games on steam got together oh, and made a kart racing game Jesus. that would be the greatest yeah, that's that's, game. that's where uh, commander video super meat boy and all the rest of those like, seem headed that seems why? Yeah. Why don't they do that? Actually, I don't know. no, they do crossovers all the time. I like know. Valve's really cool with yeah. Well, why do don't they crossover. just go that way? Do a kart racer. Mm-hmm. Do a kart racer. Oh, Did oh. Arma do that? I'm gonna pitch it together. Yeah, Arma carts. Somebody, somebody tweeted that to me. Yeah, Arma carts was. But it was, was a joke. They turned it into like actual DLC. It was, right? it was an April Fool's joke, and they're like, "Yeah, we'll make this because you know we can." And and yeah. it was like, "Oh, I'll hold idea. out for the DayZ mod." It was actually cool because they sold it for like what, like five dollar DLC, and they gave a portion to it to charity because they're like, "We know this is stupid, but here." But we um, made it anyway. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the the game that I mentioned before, Motor Tune, mm-hmm. uh, for the original PlayStation. The one thing of note about that those the the there was there was two Motor Tune games for the PlayStation mm-hmm. One, and they were the first two games developed by Polyphony, who went on to develop every Gran Turismo. Oh wow! Really? Yeah. <laughs> what a pedigree. Yes. Wow. Here's one you'll like, Chris. What? Speed eighty nine says my favorite kart racing game was also my first one. My first Nintendo system was a Game Boy Color, and one of my games for it was Mickey Speedway USA. It's a great game. It's also rare, like Diddy Kong. I can't imagine that it holds up at all, but it means it a lot to me. Also, it was Disney, so therefore it was awesome. Boom. It's more that it's rare. Like rare did that, so it's it's excellent. So it's not rare. Like you, no, no, you could find a copy. Capital R. Well, uh, yes, anywhere on the internet that says, that has ROMs. <laughs> I thought you were saying Diddy Kong was like rare, as in no, rare. It's rare to rare. rare. Well, yeah, when that meant something. It, well, like grab by the Ghoulies. That's rare, that's but it's also it's, rare. That's when it stopped me. Nobody something. bought it. <laughs> uh oh. Swamp says, "Had you asked a week to, had you asked a week ago, I would have said Diddy Kong Racing. But having played it with some friends just a few days ago, oh, I'm convinced it is just eight year old me remembering how fun it was." 
A game I haven't ruined for myself by going back and playing it is Crash Nitro Kart for the GBA. The hours I put into it trying 100% some half-baked plot must be staggering. I don't really remember anything about it other than maybe three or four tracks, but it must have been pretty fun for someone as lazy middle school me went to beat every challenge in it. Gross. I don't understand your Crash Bandicoot fixation. Beep. Bash Bandicoot. Uh, it's because that was what was awesome when they were kids. Yes. Bleh. That was what was awesome when we were in college, so we have zero. a rip-off zero. of time. Yeah. We hey, need... plumber boy! <laughs> we need a... Uh... Stop it, you're ruining all the guests yeah. again, oh, commercial entries. Alright, new question of the week. We're not going to do a show next week, uh, because I'm going to be at E3... And not everybody's going to be, and it's going to be kind of scattershot. So we're going to ask something that you can answer next week. Uh, this will throw off posting a little bit, so just bear it in mind. We'll remind you via Twitter or something. But once E3 is done or has been going on for a couple days, what's your favorite thing that you've seen from it? I mean, there's going to be a bunch of big announcements. What's got you the most excited? Let us know. Uh, you can answer us in the forums at lasertimepodcast.com slash forums. And the first person to post an answer with the question will get read on <laughs> our show when we come back from E3. Or you can post an answer under the article for episode 67, and uh, we'll read that as well. So, anyway, that's... Well, actually, I we, should, say we mine. should answer. Okay. Mine is uh, Super Mario 5, uh-huh. which was definitely announced yes. uh, oh, next yeah. week. I couldn't believe how mm-hmm. they did that, too. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? Mine was Super Mario 7, because that's what they're up to in you Japan. My uncle, who works at Nintendo, told son me... Of a bitch. <laughs> Mine's the Wii Oculus Rift. <laughs> <laughs> the Oculus Rift? Yeah, no, yeah. the Wii Oculus. And finally, Sonic uh, Sonic 4, Episode 3. Mine is Call Ooh. of Duty Advance Wars. I never thought oh. they would do a crossover like that. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah, with, with Nintendo. So weird. Yeah, Call of Duty Advanced Warfighter. <laughs> and um, Mirror's Edge 2. I'll say that. Anything mm-hmm. else? Uh, Beyond Good and Evil 2, that was really awesome. I went, yeah, that was great. Yeah. Uh, oh, Shenmue 3 and 4. I cannot uh, believe yes, they yes, went yes, that yes. route. Those are I giant I know, games. and how they're both releasing at the same time. Crazy. Oh, Haven Crazy. Call of the King 2. That's, that's pretty exciting. <laughs> Jumping straight to Half-Life 5. That was nuts. Yes. Nuts. Yes, nuts. I know. I mean, everyone's they, they, like, they, they they count, the... count to three, and they're like, one, two, three, four, five, motherfuckers, Itch. and everyone's like, oh my god. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, they pulled the Leisure Suit Larry in that they, you know, just invalidated the existence and, of the fourth and game, included, but also the third game. Included Leisure Suit Larry as a playable character, <laughs> which is insane, <laughs> right? The thing, yeah, but that's that's the thing, that like, what at some point... What he does with the crowbar is disgusting. Like, oh, it's bad. At the end of Half-Life 3, Gordon Freeman dies, and but we never get to play Half-Life 3, so it's kind of confusing why yeah, it's like this Leisure Suit Larry is the the hero now, and like all the humans, including Alex Vance, have moved on to a a sort of electronic state of being where everybody just exists as a being of pure light. And, and the idea that that uh, Chuck from Left 4 Dead 2 is the main protagonist <laughs> in the next new Half Life games. Well, yep. mm-hmm. yeah, That's guys, true. can you believe Outlaw Golf is back? Oh man, BMX Triple X. And who would have guessed that they'd be so awesome? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, those pre-rendered spec trailers were just ah oh. exclusive Crash Bandicoot on Nintendo platforms. Can't I can't believe it. <laughs> I cannot believe I it. Can't believe it's it. so weird. And that like 
And that they decided to make a Last Guardian cart spinoff before even releasing That's the game. Insane. It's yeah. like, what? But it's, it's what? just to build excitement for what it will is. be the PS5's flagship release. Yeah, mm-hmm. and the, more, mm-hmm. the, the, like the, more, the better you do in the Last Guardian cart racer, the least likely chance that the uh, main character will die. Yeah, they're like crowdsourcing the design through the game. Uh-huh. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, it really, crowdsourcing is, is a loose term since they're just going to uh, internet forum comments and seeing mm-hmm. what people think the game should be and going, oh, yes, you're right. Yes, that's that should shape our creative vision. That's why they yes. keep changing it, yeah, because they read a different commenter And that's why we have week. League of Legends Dragon Ball Z. Like, that's exactly yeah. why that happens. Oh, that's yes. why that happens. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's the new business model, man. Uh-huh. It is. That's um, why all games now start SSJ4 Raditz. <laughs> the, the forum poster, not the not the character from the series. Yeah. And that new SSX game where you play as Edward Snowden. <laughs> what? <laughs> what? <laughs> like that surprised me the most. Uh, this game has snow in it. Your pri- and and your you, you got you got NSA documents, and you got to like snowboard away from uh-huh. your uh, privacy is uh, tricky. It's like that movie, Extreme Ops. <laughs> <laughs> Snowden Peak, it's crazy. It, who would have expected in Mortal Kombat X that Kung Lao now uses a fedora? Ah, it's fantastic. And he says "milady" every time he says it. <laughs> <laughs> do, 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 not all men. <laughs> yeah, that, I mean, that's his, uh, not all men, of course, this is fatality. Yes. Um, uh-huh. He says it, that when he throws it at uh, Sonya Blade. Yeah, uh-huh. well, he, not, he, all men not all men killed. would do this. <laughs> he he invalidates her argument and kills her. Yeah, uh-huh. it's, yeah. it's uh, you know, it's kind of progressive in a way. In a way. Yeah. All right. So, so that's what happened at E3. What's your most exciting thing from E3? Tell us in the forums or the the comments. So that's pretty much our show. Let's do a quick round of plugs. You can follow the show as always on Twitter at VG Apocalypse. Or me personally at Wikiparas, and you should follow. Wh- what's the YouTube account? Uh, Laser Time Network. Laser Time Network on mm-hmm. YouTube. We'll be posting more videos there. We're going to try to post videos for the top fives uh, mm-hmm. from here on out. We'll see how that shakes out. But uh, if if that's something you're interested in, please watch them because otherwise we'll get disheartened and stop. Yeah. Uh, for all the E3 coverage you need that isn't about console exclusives. <laughs> Go to PCGamer.com. We won't be discussing Halo. Hmm. For all your Russian developer needs, PC Gamer. <laughs> <laughs> Everything uh, 1C all the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, my Murdered Souls suspect review is on Games Radar. And uh, Cheap Popcast, uh, we just did an episode about payback. Yeah. So, what's that? Uh, Laser Time is all about... Uh, Japan, our buddy Gaijin Greg, who lived in Japan for half oh, a decade, nice. has these weird ass stories of being a very sensitive man <laughs> in a place <laughs> that considers him a second class citizen just for being white. No. Uh, they're wonderful, wonderful tales of a, a easily bruised person. I love hearing <laughs> Greg talk about <laughs> in, in some shit. cases, literally, in some cases, yeah. worse than bruises. Yeah, yeah. There's an interesting story with a bike this time oh. instead of a taxi cab driver who drives on the sidewalk through an elementary school. How many teeth does he lose this uh, time? No, oh. <laughs> did last time. Uh, and that and Laser Time Network for sure. Um, I don't know. I don't know what exactly the streaming plan is going to be, but I desperately, lovingly enjoyed having you guys vote and force me to stream certain things every day. That was super fun. And took a lot of the planning off of me. Um, yes, yeah, so I love that. So twitch.tv slash laser time. But more importantly, laser time, um, youtube.com uh, slash laser time network. 
please, if you like the content, share it with other people. We would like to make more. That shit is really hard and very time-consuming. So if you'd like to see more, please let us know or share it with your friends. It's a streaming pile of it is. fun. I do. I want to do the Laser Time shit show so bad. <laughs> a streaming pile of shit would be a great name for a stream. Laser yes. time, mm, streaming pile of shit. What is a man? What is a man? A streaming pile of shit. <laughs> <laughs> not, not but all enough. Man. I've asked you. Not all man. <laughs> what is the man? Not all man. <laughs> That's our show, everybody. Thanks for listening. See you a week after next. Throw eggs at babies. <laughs>